you're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail! Long-time listener, first-time caller. Arriba, 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 tota! It's The Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. Never slap a man who's chewing tobacco. Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. I'm against historical trash. Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Embrace the brutality. Daniel Out of Order Alvarez. What's up, Trail Show? And now broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. Coming to you live from the Bobby Stanton Studio in various historic Colorado, Vermont, South Carolina, and possibly California beer districts. This is The Trail Show. The Trail Show is the longest running monthly hiking podcast on the planet. We are on the air and everywhere and heard worldwide on all your favorite apps and at thetrailshow.com. Did you know you can subscribe for free to the Trail Show mailing list? You just have to go to thetrailshow.com. Thetrailshow.com. <laughs> Did you know this? It's free. Get into it. All right, folks. Most of you are still dealing with your Valentine's Day hangover. We recognize this and we honor this. P.O.D., what is on the Trail Show menu tonight? Well, uh, we've got a concise mixed bag of regular shenanigans. That's it? That's, Do you that's care it. To I said concise. Did no, everyone survive concise. Valentine's Day? Did anyone make a, a terrible Boo, error? Valentine's anyone? Day. I mean, I, yes, what some people that? don't celebrate it, so you, that's a good if you know, but if you make a mistake about them not celebrating it and you don't celebrate it, then you got a problem. Yeah, I, you got a problem because you're with someone who celebrates it. That's a problem. I celebrate That's a big mistake. Mike DiLorenzo's <laughs> beer of the month. Dilo? Yeah. I got Take it away, man. Month. New beer of the month. Another Vermont beer. Oh, boy. Although tonight I could actually break out a couple of New York beers, but I have Vermont beers. I have tonight in my hand from the Upper Pass Beer Company, the Mandarin Twilight Imperial IPA. Coming oh in. God. At- Leo looks <laughs> like he wants some of your beer. I was just rep- reminded that he's on a call with 10-year-olds, so I should probably not be talking about my beer right now. What? Why? Kick him out yeah. of the studio. I don't yeah. think they're going to... If the trail should last much This is longer, your house. Then, you built this house. You built that house. Tear it down. Tear it down. Put, make him sleep outside in the snow. Uh, okay. He shouldn't right. anyway. be talking to 10-year-olds. I'm not talking to 10-year-olds. All right, here, no, I'll he. just... Well, that that's what he does. Okay, anyways. And this is what you do. What's going on? I thought we were talking about Valentine's Day. What happened? I have to turn the camera away from my child. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't like it when I include him on my video calls. All right. Here we go. Whenever you're ready. Mandarin Twilight from the upper path. I'll start from the top. Let me start. Take it from the top, D-Lo. All right. Tonight, I have with me the up in my hand from the upper pass beer company which is made in Vermont, the Mandarin Twilight Imperial IPA, coming in at a respectable 8.2% alcohol by volume with 65 IBUs. And it is hopped with Pacific Sunrise, Lotus, Azica, and Amarillo hops. And it is a quaffable yet approachable. I don't know if 8.2 is approachable, Dila. That's very approachable. (laughs) Approachable. (laughs) 
it's very light on the malt. Hops are very subtle. It's a pour is a clear color, but I wouldn't know because I just drink it out of the can. What do you have over there? I've got a 19.3 ounce can of Hazy Blues Juicy IPA from Oscar Blues Brewing Company out of Longmont, Colorado. Uh, an old time favorite of the trail show. I'd read from the can, but it's there's nothing good. However, they have information about this beer on their website, so I'll read from the internet. Just like a birthday cake, this beer has layers of velvety and fluffy flavors that build on top of each other. A triad of intense hops fuel the juicy flavor. Galaxy, Citra, and Strata. Together they blend a fruit basket of aromas and flavors such as passion fruit, citrus, strawberry, and peach. Everything is smeared on a balanced and pillowy base of malt and fermentation. ABV, 7%. IBUs, 10 million. (laughs) 19.3 ounce can. Dilo, remind Trail Show Nation, what is the significance of the 19.3 ounce beverage The 19.3 ounce can is a proper English pint, which is slightly larger than the standard 16 ounce pint. That's about all the significance of the 19.3 ounce can that I can remember. Okay. I like without consulting the internet like you do. I appreciate the 19.3 ounce can because I feel like you're getting a little free bonus, but it's not free. It's kind of a trick. Anyway, who's next? I have the Hell or High Watermelon, a wheat beer brewed with watermelon. 4.9% 4.9% alcohol. It's brewed by the 21st Amendment Brewery out in the great state of California. Mm. That's very nice. It's got a picture of the Statue of Liberty sitting on the Golden Gate Bridge holding a piece of watermelon. That's a fun graph. Can't see it. <clears throat> yeah, I can't see it. It's too blurry. I want to see it. Yeah, why are you making it blurry, man? And well, your, your background blurring is blurry. You gotta... <laughs> Does anyone know the significance of the 21st Amendment? It was the yes. amendment that made alcohol legal after it was illegalized. Mm. It, it repealed in prohibition. Early, in the 1930s, yeah. it repealed prohibition, correct. Prohibition was the 18th Amendment? Just to know, the U.S. Know. was able to pass two amendments about alcohol, but not one to say that women are equal. So, Hey, job, man, you got, you got to start small, okay? You start with booze, and then you work your way up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, it's got a Statue of Liberty on the Ooh. can. Interesting. What what Whoa. town is that brewery out of, just out of curiosity? Does Leandro, it say? San Leandro, California. San Leandro. I do not know San Leandro. The 18th so, Amendment declared the production, transport, and sale of intoxicating liquors illegal. Ooh. But it did not outlaw the actual consumption of said liquors right just mm-hmm. the production production and distribution i suppose hmm i wonder if there's an 18th amendment brewery out there and they serve in a beer <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> that would be that awesome would be NA beers be are all the so rage clever. right now maybe yeah all right buy 18th amendment brewery.com let's right? sit on the url then we can sell it for 50 bucks next week. I wonder if cigarette companies lobbied hard for that amendment. 
I feel like that was probably part of it. Mm. <clears throat> Geodesy, what do you have? Um, I'm with my standard. I'm with my 18th Amendment beer over here. Okay. Um, what got do you the have? Partake 18th Amendment. The black tea IPA, as I like to call also it. Also alternating with an electrolyte because I'm a little dehydrated. I've had a bit of a mm. day. I got up at four this morning to drive to Salida from Denver. Ooh. And uh, it's been a bit of a long day. So I'm oh boy, trying to keep myself alive. That's the game for today. Very good. Should we do troll news? Yes, we should. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have trail news. Here it is. Yeah, we've got some yeah, kind of unusual things to report on today and also the usual things. So People the first thing is, yes, of course. Okay. Um, the first item is the uh, Rockies Rock, the final one, the the Wheat Ridge Adult Center gathering on March 23rd. Active Adult Center. Active Adult Center. Yes. Yeah. Uh, March 23rd. It's your last chance. You can be in Colorado. You can be hip. You can be cool. You can do all the front range stuff while you're there. Uh, so check that out. And then the next thing, we, we've got a few articles and such to cover. The next one is an article that Triple O sent us all. Um, and it's a an article about where people look um, at night. So basically, um, they use some sensors and they pit, put men and women in the same area or they had the same visuals on the screen like walking down an alley or walking through a parking lot or walking on a trail and it was at night and they told the participant where the goal was to go and then they tracked where each person looked and so what they saw was that men by and large looked directly at where they were wanting to go whereas women tend to do a ton of scanning on either side of where they were headed. And all of this is just, I mean, if you're a woman, like I am, this is no surprise that we're constantly, even in the daylight, scanning for danger in a way that most um, men probably aren't looking that way. And so it, it's just like a, a little, an interesting study that that shows how we see things differently, right? How our experience can be different. Um, I think it's something that it would be interesting. I think it's in an interesting read to help us understand that everybody has a different experience, even though we're maybe in the same place in the exact same time, we have different experiences based on what we've learned about life. I wonder um, if this would correlate to hiking long distance trails. Also. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I mean, I definitely feel, for example, I'll, I'll speak for myself only. I feel way safer at night in the woods than I feel in a city. Mm. And mm -hmm. my scanning is perhaps more about um, animals. And that, that would probably be true for men as well um, yes. than it is for human beings. But if I were hiking somewhere that were closer to civilization, then I would be um, more cautious and be alert for human uh, signs because to me those would equate to danger but yeah like hiking at night like in the middle of nowhere like off trail or something what hopefully i'm not hiking it off trail at night but that to me the only danger is hurting myself or running into an animal like i don't feel danger 
present from a human being perspective. And the overall point, which is that like the same situation is vastly different for different people is definitely true for hiking. Right. We've, we've definitely talked about that, how, you know, it's like this simple, it's like a 10 year old hiking the Appalachian trail is on the same trail that I am, but it's a way different experience for them. Yeah. Same with people from different backgrounds, different sizes, different abilities, different genders, everything. Mm-hmm. So yep. yeah, I think it's just it's a good, good thing to keep, keep in mind. In, yep. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's great to read these types of research articles that put it in like hard data. Um, so yeah, thanks for sending that. That was an interesting read. And another quick note item here, Google Podcasts is going away forever as of after March, 2024. Um, users in the U.S. will no longer be able to listen to podcasts and Google Podcasts. I use Google Podcasts, and every time I open it, it tells me that I only have weeks left or whatever. So if you use Google Podcasts, you'll have to go somewhere else. A couple of years ago, when Google Podcasts became a thing, we had a listener or two say, hey, can you guys get on Google Podcasts? And we had to go through some extra steps to do it. And then I was like, I bet those are the only two guys that that use that platform to listen to the trail show and then i was talking to pod about it. she was like no that's how i listen to my podcast yeah like, i've never used google Podcasts <laughs> a day in my life like i use just a random android app called pocket casts and there's a million of these apps on android and i mean obviously if you have an iphone you're using iphones you know apple's app that whatever but yeah Google Podcasts, I just thought was, and frankly, maybe it's going away because there weren't enough users. I mean, isn't maybe, that usually how it works? Dilo, do you use Google Podcasts? No. What do no, you? No, I use I use Castbox. Yeah. And I switched to Castbox from something else, which I forget what it was because it mm. wasn't working very well. But I Castbox works fine for me. Um, it's a free app. You could pay to get subscriptions and to remove the ads for a subscription and to remove yep. the ads, but it's fine. It works. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't podcasts. do anything monumental. I just subscribe yeah. and download pod- and then rearrange yeah. the order and stuff. Yeah. But- as yeah. long as I, I think- can subscribe and not have to download every episode that comes out, like that's all that I care about, you know, yeah. and I could save them for off- offline listening. That's it. I think Google is just trying to consolidate their services. So like they got rid of Google music as part of YouTube music. I was very sad about that, by the way. I liked Google music. That's funny because I never use Google music. I know. Well, so Google music for me was a place I could go and actually buy music. I didn't want to stream it. I didn't want to subscribe. I wanted to buy the digital file and own the digital file. And sure, I can go out and download and bootleg and all that. But I just... I want to, I, I like supporting musicians and bands that I'm into. So I don't mind paying for the music, but I don't want to pay for a streaming service. I want to own the thing. That's all. Hmm. Well, that's why okay. I like. Welcome to 2024. Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't own it. <laughs> you can't, can't own, own it, anything. Man. It's all a subscription. Pretty soon. Like the cars you drive, you'll just subscribe to those. The oh, That's called a lease. Leases are a little. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean you could, yeah. You, you leases are like kind of you're locked in for a couple of years, but maybe you could just subscribe to own a car for a couple of months when you're living somewhere. That would actually be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Apparently, well, yeah. Some of the seat warmers 
in certain brands of cars are subscription services now. So if you want your seat to be warm oh in the God. winter, yeah, you can pay a monthly crazy. fee for that. And they turn it off and on remotely. When your when your butt is in there and when they when they sense that your butt is getting cold. Well, no, like yeah. I get, they target that a, ad when it's negative 10. They'll probably <laughs> target that ad oh, on the hell yeah. screen of the car. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like they probably know what the the ambient temperature of your car is, right? As soon as you turn it on, they see that it's five degrees below zero. Boom, you get a pop-up on your on your screen that says you can subscribe to seat warmers for thirty dollars a month. Just click here. Yeah. Yep. And it what a and sham. Even better if it goes, it's an inverse price to the temperature. Right. Ooh, temperature goes like down, surge price pricing. goes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, finally, <laughs> I'm going to move us on. Surge pricing. Oh, yeah. Disco, what? Sent, Disco sent a, a little article that talks about um, darn tough socks, and they're not a sponsor. But um, it was interesting because I know a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people that I know and listeners use Darntoff because of their exceptional warranty policy. And they kind of go behind the scenes of what happens when you send in a pair of socks that has developed a hole from use over time. And there's actually two people, two people that actually inspect every pair of socks that come in and determine like, yes, warranty, no warranty. Yeah. Um, and they actually have a wall of, like really unique socks that have come in for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting to see like how this company out of Vermont, they're really, they really kind of still have that, like, you know, privately owned feel of a, the old American company, you know, yeah. the people actually getting their hands in there and, and doing the things. And one of the um, people who does the inspections is this um, woman, Emily, and she is a, an Appalachian Trail through hiker class of 16 and a skater who spends her yeah. summer nights shredding Burlington's local waterfront skate park. So there you go. Anyway, I, wish it's I not... could know if I was on like the hall of I I know, guess right? fame or shame. I don't know. Which one. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I'd love to see some of the pictures of those socks on the, the wall. Socks. Yeah. And it also talks about what they do with them. They actually, the ones that are, are in for warranty, they get, thrown into a big bin and then they get recycled into things like emergency blankets um stuff like that and um, car wasn't one of the things like insulation for yeah, car seats yeah it says like fire damage socks or things like that are recycled separately and then used as stuffing for automotive seats but how many i mean how many fire damage socks could they get that's well, just, that's a lot like, i mean what are people yeah, doing with because these people things? are like sitting by like a campfire with their socks on well i don't think they yeah, warranty those yes I, they don't. I, they no. don't. Fire damaged socks. I think that article says that if they're fire damaged, unfortunately, yeah, they don't. They don't cover warranted. that. But like people are sitting by the camp. Yeah, totally. Sitting by the campfire or something. You and burn your socks. Come on, man. Yeah. You, yeah. What if you were fleeing a forest fire, um, but not you covered. didn't have time to put your shoes on? Not covered. I mean, is that? Should the darn tough socks, you know, withstand that type of abuse? Mm. No. Okay. I don't know, man. That's no, a. By the way, Dilo, how far are you from the Darn Tough headquarters? I believe the Darn Tough headquarters in Waterbury, Vermont, are in Waterbury, Vermont, and they that is probably just about an hour and ten minutes up the interstate from right here, right now. Oh, mm -hmm. so you can drive up and buy us some socks? Is that what you're telling us? 
pretty well, easily. I, I could, yeah, I could, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to socks. They sell darn, mail. they sell darn tough socks all over the state of Vermont. It's like a thing. Yeah. My, He'll send my, you some socks as as soon as the beer arrives. Delo, the right. box that you send the beer in to send it back. My birthday. Yeah, is you Sunday. send me the box. You send me the box of beer, <laughs> okay. and I will send you the box back with, um, filled with darn tough secondhand um, fire fire burn socks. socks. I'll go up there. I'll go up there and be like, "Hey, I got this podcast, and we were talking about your socks." And I would like to send my colleague, who is also the pod, head podcaster, back a bunch of secondhand socks. Would you be so kind as to donate a bunch of secondhand socks that were not warranted to me? And I will put them in this box and take them home with me. I'm sure and they'll. They'd be, like, uh, they'd be like, yeah, dude, here, fill up your box. Do you want how many boxes of socks? How many boxes want? of burned socks? <laughs> how many boxes? Can we put more socks in the box? There we go. It is. Anyway, in the box. Yeah, box and socks. Socks and That's box. all I got. Yeah. All right. Is that it for trail news? That is it. It's thin. Okay. It's February, you know? Well, box, box and socks. I'll tell you what, let's take a break. And when we come back, we might have a trail of the month. We might okay. have some hotline calls. We might have other things. A Don't go anywhere. Box. Yeah. Hola amigos, soy Héctor Cortez, aquí desde Orlando, Florida, y nunca escucho al Trail Show. The Trail Show is back. We're going to the hotline. Well, we are very fortunate this month because we have a call from a very rare caller. <laughs> hello, 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 Trail Show. Boy. This is your least favorite hotline caller. Marvin Maverick Kessler, El Hegador de Tucson, Arizona. Well, here I am uh, on the Get Flash AZT. Flew down on Friday to catch some vitamin D. Uh, clean up a little section of the uh, Get. Um, yeah, I've done the AZT twice, but uh, so majority of this is familiar, but I'm about 0.6 miles from Beehive uh, Well, and then uh, I'll head up, head down Putman Wash uh, for eight more miles and be done with this thing. Um, and then I got the Trail Angel Extraordinaire, MJ, from Superior, coming to pick me up. No helicopter this time. I guess I burned my bridges with Tucson Helitac. When we were flying, you know, we were about to land over at the Marana Regional Airport. I was on the skids, you know, and just... I got something crazy in my head, and I started flashing the, uh, you know, the folk there on the tarmac, you know, showing them my, you know, male sexual male sexual organ located under the abdominal area, and uh, yeah, dude, burn bridges are big time. Anyway, so no heli uh, extraction this time, but uh, yeah, um, all is well out here. 
um, and uh, just doing my thing. And uh, I'll probably be calling here in a bit to tell you about my uh, deal with the Wildcats. Yes, I was crushed, uh, Triple O, when we lost our coach. So, anyways, I'll call back because I'll probably get cut off. Anyways, Viva Los Gatos, Team America, Bear Down, Trail Show. Well, El Hikador show his testicles to someone. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> From the side of my I'm a little confused as to what was happened he on the tarmac. Was he, was he angry? Was he mad? Why was he mad? And also, I'm glad he clarified that he showed his sexual organs below his abdomen. And I'm I mean, glad. was I'm... what? Uh, does he have another set of sexual organs somewhere else on his body? I'm curious. And I'm also glad I don't have any more 10-year-olds in the room. Well, uh, let's see. Maybe he answers our, all of our questions okay. and then, then when he called back. Hello again. It's Martin Gatos. Talking about the Gatos, I'm staring here at the snow-covered Catalina Mountains from my campsite. And on the other side, uh, Arizona is playing Stanford in basketball. So, uh, yeah, let's go, Gatos. Beat those Cardinals. Beat the Smarty Pants School. Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I said I would call back. But uh, before I talk about the Arizona football thing, um, hey, Disco, you got it all wrong. The Brett Tucker production I was on in December when I called last, I was heading west, okay? I wasn't on the get. So you try to figure out what trail that is. I'm on the get now, and I'm going east, okay? So, yeah, I want to see if you guys can figure that out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, hey, that uh, <clears throat> episode with uh, Snorkel, yeah, I'm all caught up. But that episode, uh, that Catalina trail gig sounds very enticing. I think I might have to do that next uh, winter break. Sounds like the deal. But anyways, yeah, uh, the Arizona thing, our coach leaving, dead fish, he's a snake. Um, just to put it that way, and um, who talks to the team for three minutes has the AD from Washington waiting outside to fly to Seattle, and then on top of that, before that, he signs the contract at his house in Tucson and has it filmed. Why Come on, man. Alarm, what is this, ESPN? Come on, man. And that's all the are time you, we got on. Cries. Are you on trail? What are you doing? Adios, give me those from the Grand Encampment slash AZT. Adios, Team America. You know what? They all say bear down. Bye, you all. Love your trail show. Thanks for the laugh. You guys rule. Oh, one last thing. Ugh. That way. And that's where it's called. <laughs> he got cut off. So I do know what trail he was on in December, but I'm not going to mention that trail by name because Brett Tucker has asked me not to mention that trail by name. So I'm going to leave that oh, right. Isn't there. that convenient? Isn't that convenient? Why does he call back and mention it by name? <laughs> Well, I no, I mean I know I know all the answers. Can't say it, you know, whatever. Well, I'll, I tell you but, what, I'll, I'll say it off air during the next break. Just like I he mean, won't name his, I his mattress pad that he sleeps on because it's so secret. 
Um, that I, call was no, even more because confusing. that's unreliable. That that call was is... even more confusing than him describing yeah. the parts of his body <clears throat> that he showed on the airplane and why helicopter. Well, helicopter. Sorry. Despite his attempt to say he would not call back, oh. he did call back. <laughs> Dilo, why? Sorry, Trail Show Nation. I lied. <laughs> I'm calling a third time. I got cut off. It's Marvin Castle. Anyways, what I was going to tell you is that gal that called from Florida, the last hot line call, that sounds sound like Alberta and Albert mating on the Florida Trail. Oh, what? one last thing before I leave. Disco and POD, you better go to that ruck in March. Because Snorkel told me about it. She put it on my radar about a month ago. And I contacted Dirtmonger, and he sounds like he's going to go. So you guys better go. Or else. Hope to see you guys in March. I prefer to be made into a taco myself. (laughs) Man, we did did six years in Wheat Ridge. We've had yeah. our fill. You put in your time. We put in our time, El Hagador. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he not only called back a third time. No, say it ain't so. One oh my God. more time. Breaking records here. Breaking records. Four times a charm. Broke the record of three times. Anyways, uh, it's Marvin Maricasa, El Hagador. Oh, boy. I forgot to mention one thing. How about those Wildcats beating Boomer and Sooner in the Sooner Scooter? What? In, oh, my God. Uh, the Alamo Bowl. What is it about? I can't tell you how enthralled POD looked during the football discussions of the Alamo Bowl. I mean, I like football. Wasn't the Alamo Bowl like like two months ago? I I mean, mean, college. He's been out on the trail. Yeah, it's it's been late February, man. Like college bowl games happened in December. And also, who cared about them in December? Nobody. All right. Anyway, uh, wow. We need a palate cleanser there. Yes. Um, well, um, all I gotta say is we asked for it, so we did. Yeah, we and did. you delivered. Yeah. We, yeah. Yep. we asked for it, and we got it. So and we asked complain. for it so we could do what we're doing right now, oh, which yeah, is totally. no, tear it apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and no other person delivered other than Maverick. What? All right, people. Trail Show Nation. Come on. If you want to be a micro star, call the hotline and you too can call four times and tell us about football scores from two months ago. And we might play it because <laughs> we need content, people. We need lots of, of minutia and content for the trail show. 
You can get talk out to your us about phone. Tennis, dressage. All right. Seven two zero eight nine three two two six nine. All right, everybody, put a piece of pickled ginger in your mouth. We're gonna clean the palate. <laughs> We're moving on to our trail of the month, possibly. So, in full disclosure, um, it's it's a very rare occasion that we have a trail of the month interview scheduled and it gets postponed it. or they can't make it. But I mean, POD, you already put out on Instagram that our February trail of the month interviewee is Brianna DeSanctis, who just solo hiked all 6,800 miles of the American discovery trail, a trail we have never featured on the trail show, even though I think it's the longest long distance trail in the United States. I think it's longer yeah, than the I'm North sure. Country North Country Trail. It's 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 the OG. It might even be longer than what Skittles did. I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway, she is in such high demand that we got bumped because I think she's doing something with the Weather Channel or Good Morning America or a national broadcast. That's that's all we know. But we're gonna we've tried to reschedule, and if we can get that interview. We're going to drop it in right here, right now. All right, folks, we've got our Trail of the Month segment this month, and we have a very special guest. Last month, we featured the shortest long trail in the entire trail show history. It was the 38-mile Trans-Catalina Trail. And this month, we are featuring the longest distance hike we've ever featured, which is I guess since we're we're doing both the northern and southern routes, this thing totals 6,800 miles. It's the American Discovery Trail. And we have Brianna DeSanctis on, uh, the first woman to solo hike the entire thing, both northern and southern routes, correct? Yeah, correct. All right. Um, we've got a lot to talk about, and we're going to try to break down a two-year hike into about a 30-minute interview. So <laughs> let's see how it goes. First of all, <laughs> before we talk about the ADT, I read a little bit about your background. So you had hiked the Appalachian Trail and then came to the conclusion like, okay, I want my second hike to be a solo hike of a 6,800-mile long distance trail like how do you go from what is a very social at through hike to a very non-social <laughs> two-year 6,800 mile american discovery trail hike how does how does that happen i really think like that's not even type two fun anymore it's just something even suckier you know <laughs> yeah but but seriously like how did you decide okay i want to do the 80 that's what next. i wanted i am a complete masochist is what i've learned okay Please. they say what have you learned about yourself i'm like i'm a total masochist that's what i've learned um i loved the appalachian trail i think the appalachian trail is a great through hike for beginners that want to start a through hike or do like you know a long distance hike because it's so structured everywhere you hit a town every four days almost. You see people every single day, mm -hmm. which is actually why leading up to the answer to your question um, as to why, uh, why I decided to hike the American Discovery Trail. I loved everything about the AT. I made so many great friends. Mm -hmm. When I set out to hike the AT, I did not think that I was going to have so much social interaction. And that's kind of what I was going for. Don't get me wrong. Like I loved everything about it but i when i left the trail when i finished the trail 
And I remember hiking up to Mount Katahdin that morning. And I hiked up for sunrise-ish. Like it was, sun was already up when I got up there, but I hiked, like I started hiking at like three in the morning. And um, it was September 17th, 2015. And I remember when I got up to the sign and I was standing there trying to like keep my together <laughs> and getting my picture taken. And I was just like, there's something coming after mm. this. There's going to be mm -hmm. something else because it's just, it's like, you ever have that feeling where you, you have something you want so bad. And then once you get it, you feel like that wasn't exactly what you expected. You want more. Yeah. I, I like to say it's kind of like, uh, I, I don't have any tattoos, but a lot of people do. And it's like, when you get that tattoo and you want another one, you want another one, you want another one. So, yeah. Yeah. So I decided to do like the full sleeve, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, you, did. you definitely did. The I full went from sleeve. like tramp stamp to a full sleeve. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The yeah, AT can be, the AT can be a gateway drug for a lot of us. I feel oh, like such a gateway drug. Yeah. Um, so and i think a lot of people have that feeling uh i think when they set, set foot at the end of any long distance hike that like you know like they loved it so much and it, and it really you know when we talk about it being life-changing it's not necessarily that you come back and completely change your life but i think it changes the way you feel about yourself the way you see yourself and your ability to like make focused decisions based on what you want and i think a lot of people when they finish a trail they have that feeling um but some people go on to do another long distance hike. Some people don't. And then there's the people that go hike a two year through hike after that. So yeah. I'm those people. You're yes. one of those people, Brianna. Yeah. No, it's so messed up. No, it's great. Uh, you grew up in Maine, correct? So yeah. is that is that where you got your first taste of the AT? Oh my God. Okay. So you would not believe I have to say this. Yeah. When I was, we might be going for three hours. I'm just going to say I'm super loud <laughs> and I get distracted a lot and I'm drinking almost. So, um, so when I, uh, when I was hiking the Appalachian trail, I have to tell you guys every single day hiker weekender, or, you know, just somebody that's like a little presence on the trail, not like a through hiker. Yeah. I would meet and you just, they always want to make conversation. And so they say, oh, so, so where are you headed? You look like you're, you look like you're going somewhere. And I heard that for the past two mm. years, also every single time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but like, oh, you look like you're really going somewhere. Where, where are you headed? And I'm like, Maine, you know, and, and we're in like Tennessee or Virginia, North Carolina, whatever. And like, like you're going to Maine. Like, yeah, this trail goes to Maine, you know that, right? Like, no, wow, oh my God. So, wow, wow, where'd you start? And then, oh, Georgia. And I'm like, well, where are you from? And I'm like, well, I'm from Maine. And they're like, I hate this tagline. I hate it as much as I hate Forrest Gump references. <laughs> well, you're just walking, walking home. home. Oh, God, yeah. So, I started yeah. telling people I was from Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I'm like, because I'm not walking yeah. home. <laughs> I tell people I'm just day hiking. Cause like oh yeah or know, or, or, or a weekend time. hike yeah, yeah. I you don't have to get into it because yeah. the ADT that American Discovery Trail is so long and it's yeah. just as long to try to explain to somebody what you're doing yes. and then you get people like mansplaining you things like oh, oh gosh they're like so where are you headed from here like I used to stop in Hula 
part of American Legions. And uh, these guys, I got to tell you, though, can I tell you about my first um, American Legion experience? On the yeah. Show? So, so wait a minute. You, you were purposely stopping at American Legions along the way. Yeah, the beer is cheap. The people listen to you, and they're not like on their okay. phones. And interesting and, tactic. And, I like this. Yeah, and and like you can get like two frozen pizzas for like ten bucks. You know, at some of these American legions. Like, I mean, they don't ever have music in there until about seven p.m. when people get a little wily. But yeah, what I so I crossed into this was my one, two, three, four fourth day on trail i think on the america discovery trail and i crossed into maryland and on my trail map it said there was a note that said by the way you can only get the maps through the american discovery trail website this is not far out they do not there's okay. nothing and the maps are okay. uh, slightly uh, a little Suspect. more rudimentary than you might find <laughs> on far out i've never used far out um yeah but yeah so anyway uh, we'll talk about that later but so i walked into maryland and they said on the maps they're like you'll be able to there's no sign that says welcome to maryland because you're on like this dirt road you know in the middle of nowhere it's like you hear the banjos playing and everything mm -hmm. and they're like um you'll know when you've crossed into maryland because the because the DOT, like, you know, they keep the roads, like, whatever. So there's the cutoff line there. So the road okay. might be paved or dirt or whatever. Change, well, I yeah. couldn't tell because on that third day, there was, on the third day, yeah, it was rainy and 60 degrees when I started. Hmm. It was raining and 62 second day. Third day, uh, my cousin Chris and his wife Crystal, I stayed at their house and I woke up in uh in delaware and like i had woken up and there was a foot of snow on the ground so oh wow so yeah so oh. and they couldn't even they couldn't even bring me back to the, they live 13 miles north of the trail and and he picked me up i had met him at this like little like a uh, truck stop kind of thing and yeah. they couldn't even bring me back to where i had to go because they don't have any plow trucks in delaware you know they call it right. scraping they don't call it plowing they call it oh scraping the roads okay so <laughs> Anyway, so I walked into Maryland and I was just excited kind of because I was like, oh, wow, I did. Delaware is only 45 miles. So the right. trail through Delaware. You're like, so eh, got a whole state done. done. Uh, but you know what? Delaware, I loved, uh, I, I loved, no, I didn't love Delaware. Uh, Delaware was very short and yeah. it was very uh, kind of like residential areas and like little right. rail trail or whatever. Um, but there was, Delaware has so much trash. Like there's really? so much litter. Yeah, so much fucking oh, that trash sucks. in Delaware. And it sucks. And I I say this, when I, I was I was speaking in Cincinnati at, um, in, in well, in Milton, I think, Ohio, um, at this uh, outfitter called Roads, Rivers, and Trails, and they invited me to speak there. And that was the first time I ever referenced it as wading through trash on oh, the side no. of the road as I was wow. walking on the road. It's very sad. Like, the my mindset through Delaware was like, okay. If I had a ton of money to like burn, I would actually hire people and I would go out and with the incentive of giving people money to do this and get a group together and let's go pick up this trash, you yeah. know, and I would yeah. still love to do that, whether it's like money or volunteers or whatever. Wow. I want to clean up hmm. Delaware because it sucks. It's like, it's like everything. It's like the continental divide and like 
the trash just gets like goes oh, floating no. out toward either side. I mean, I'm telling you what, I'm in San Francisco now, and it's like the it's like the poop hopscotch that I do every day down the sidewalk. And I don't know if it's dog shit or human. Uh, it's probably a mix. So, anyway, so I get to Maryland, right? <laughs> Cross into Maryland, and I go to um, I I pop out on a, a main road, like a paved road, and I see. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if the county is like Caroline County, but I don't know. I, I just remember like American Legion, Caroline, Post 29. So I was like, yeah, this is my spot. And they had a covered pavilion in the back with a picnic table. And so I thought, yeah, they're going to let me camp out here. You know, there was snow on the ground. They're probably going to let me camp, camp here. And so... I walk into the American Legion and I open the door and it's like, I was probably like two in the afternoon and there's no music playing yet. So it's like super quiet in there. There's about 15 octogenarians in there. Wow. I walk in and everybody just, the door is like super loud. It's like, Mm-hmm. like creaky yeah. and i was like here we go yeah everybody just like turns in their chairs and i could hear every bone crack in that house <laughs> i can see this so clearly yeah yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> i'm glad that i'm giving you this visual right now and so this this man rusty eaton he's sitting kind of in the like the closest person to me and he had turned made the full cracking circle and looked turned around and looked at me and he just looked me up and down and he goes oh lord just like that (laughs) oh wow i know i was like i don't i mean i showered like the day before like i didn't (laughs) right i don't think i looked that bad but at that point i was carrying this like super ridiculously like heavy i had a gregory backpack and we can talk about that later i'm telling you we're gonna go for three hours um um yeah so i ended up staying in his house in his man cave he had this man cave at rusty's house at rusty's house yeah yeah yeah. he had like he lived in the house and that there was a garage that was a separate building from his house and uh, i remember when we all left we left the american legion at like 7 p.m we were all there for five hours i think he only would stay for like two drinks and then leave but that was my oh, first thing. Boy. So everybody had turned around and looked at me when I walked into the Legion and everybody yeah. just like turned around and looked. And so I said, well, now that I have your attention, my name is Brianna DeSantis and I am walking across America. Does somebody want to sign me in so I can buy a drink? And then it was like, buzz, buzz, buzz. I okay. really to talk to you and ask all the questions. So yeah. that's how I did. I did many debuts in my American Legions. <laughs> wow. That's how it always went down. That's awesome. <laughs> this you know, might I'm, be a trail tip, you know? Yeah, I'm I, I curious. Never... Yeah, I'm curious about bringing that up. Makes me curious. I know that this is a relatively, um, you know, this this trail goes through towns and there's a lot of, I think, urban and rural interface. Yeah, I'm curious about, because you talked about staying, you know, with Rusty, I'm just curious about the camp opportunities. Like, mm. you know, what is that like? So I'm not sure exactly how the rules go, but there is actually a, um, like you're on a lot of rail trails. I was on so many right. rail trails. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The ADT takes a lot of rail trails. The ADT pretty much has no jurisdiction in itself because it uses all these other trails. Sure. Um, right. I was on the CNO Canal Trail when I was in yeah. mm-hmm. wherever I was, at, like, you know, wherever that goes. I can't even remember. And see, I'm not like one of those people that like, yeah. 
I'm not, I wish I was, you know, but you um, like POD. Yeah, yeah, we're just I like that too. Yeah, Yeah. okay, good. I'm glad I can remember like a specific tree. Like, oh, I remember this view with this tree, it had this weird, like, gnarled arm that was sticking out, but I have no idea, like, what part of the trail that was on or which state or no idea where I was, but that was a cool tree. I remember this guy, I walked by this trailer in you know. I know, but I walked by this trailer and it was in the country. I think I was in West Virginia or in Ohio, but I made a, a mark on my on my map because I downloaded the trail maps on a GPX file through Gaia GPS. I made this mark that was like a hand, a stop hand, because that was like my Hills Have Eyes experience where I walked by this trailer and this guy is like burning someone's clothing. He's taking it with a stick and pulling Ooh, it out of a bag yikes. and just burning it in his driveway in a fire. That's and I'm walking by and I'm questionable. Like, okay, I'm gonna make sure you know I didn't see you and I didn't see you. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but camper tunes, okay, so here we go. There are I'm gonna say probably uh, uh I'm gonna say like 30 to 40 percent probably more heavy on the 40 side is the private property thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay it's like daunting to a lot of people because they're like well you know it was like you know like i still had my diaper on from the appalachian trail and i'm like well where's the campgrounds where's the shelters right there's no right. other there are no shelters on the yeah. ABT. i think i stayed in maybe three four shelters as we would know from the appalachian trail kind of deal you know sure. that kind of right. three-sided lean twos yeah yeah, and those were uh, one of them was on. So the first shelter is this is so weird. So it's an American Discovery Trail shelter, and it was my fifth huh. day on trail. And it's in Maryland at I think it's called like I have idea what it's called. I don't even know. It's some like little state park, whatever. Yeah. But so you're on the ADT, which is taking a road. <laughs> this is so messed up. So you're okay. on the ADT, which is taking the road at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, to get to the ADT shelter, you get off the road, which is the ADT, and you hike on a single track trail, which is not the ADT, to get to the ADT shelter. Okay. Wow. I think it's crazy. called Tuckahoe State Park. I think so. I just, I, I'm not completely sure, but yeah. And I could be completely wrong. So nobody, <laughs> nobody will know. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So there's this little shelter. Yeah. And uh, I pooped a lot there. Yeah. So it had a privy? Or I, I, no, I had to dig some holes. I don't oh. think it had a privy. I don't know if it did. And if it did, I didn't use it because I just remember digging a lot of holes. You know, let me give you one really good trail tip. If you are, I mean, maybe like, let's say, you know, what, how do you say when you can't trust a fart? How old are you when you can't trust a fart? Oh, I think that's a lifetime of experience. Yeah, that's a lifetime. <laughs> life. I don't know. Not for me. <laughs> this is just a reason thing, but I'm thinking, um, I would I would give all hikers some really good advice. If you are over thirty five or for I'm forty, if you are over thirty five or forty, dig your cat hole. When you, if you're a morning deucer, dig your cat hole when you get to camp the night the before. night before. Yeah, because I mean you're doing like aerobics, just getting out of your tent, putting your shoes on, like you know, I things can get you. dicey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So what what happens though? You're I mean the ADT goes through a lot of areas that aren't yeah. necessarily full of trees and wooded where you can like get out of sight and the urge hits you. I mean you're in urban areas, you're you're near people's homes like what are you doing? 
What do you do? Totally other people in the room that I'm in right now. <laughs> I just left. <laughs> um, okay, so this is what happened the day that I walked into Colorado the first time on the north okay. side. Took so I took the southern route one first, and then I yeah. flew back to Ohio after I got to Denver and I hiked. Yeah, we need to talk side. about that. We, we, gotta, to, we have so yeah, much. I'm telling you guys, yeah. you need to cancel your plans. Um, <laughs> so, so the first day I walked into Colorado, um, I can't remember if I'd already crossed the border or not, but every time I crossed into a different state, I would celebrate by like going out to a bar and getting a drink or something or finding a place. Yeah, for sure. Here and like celebratory or whatever. Or if it was like really stupid hot, I would just go get like, I love um, Simply Lemonade. And so I would get mm. lemonade or grape, grape good shit. That's called. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Sorry, Dad. Dad, I'm working on it. Um, so I would get like Gatorade or whatever, but I had a beer and I had like this. I don't know what it was. It was some kind of like a, it was like like a bitch beer, like a sweeter kind of flavored beer, whatever. Okay. I don't know what it was, but anyway. So I keep walking and I'm in Eastern Colorado. It's very flat and it's very um. There, there were a lot of like fields and farmhouses and stuff. Oh, totally. And, and I'm on a highway at this point. Okay, <laughs> so there's cars going by all the time, and there's yeah. trucks. I mean, the, I was like, there's like cattle mm-hmm. trucks that they have like 50 yeah. head of cattle in there, and I'm pissing in there. Like they don't give a damn. But I can't go because there's a million. So I'm walking, I'm walking, stomach first, and I'm I got the full on sweats. You know, I'm it's sweating happening. not because it's hot. And, <laughs> and so I finally, like, I passed, I probably walked, like, two miles. And every house, I'm like, okay, nope, that's not abandoned. There's somebody there. I'm not going to go ask. I don't have time to ask for the, but I just yeah, need to find it, a spot to squat. And, like, yeah. I don't even have time to take hold at this point. And it's probably not, it's not even, a, no. it's not one of those. No. So um, <laughs> I see this farmhouse on the right, and it was Nobody was around, but there was a guy like plowing the field with his tractor down the way. But I, he was like far enough away that I was like, I should be good. Yeah. So I um I get I get down there and I am like I start running down the driveway and then starts running down. <laughs> you gambled and lost, Brianna. So I had to run all the way behind this barn, and luckily they had one of those water hydrants where you pull yeah, the handle. Yeah, in. yeah. Mm-hmm. A so standpipe. Yeah. Yeah, they had a what? What do you call it? A standpipe. No, I've never heard it called that. I've, I, I always call it like, pro- well, I've heard it called a water hydrant, so that's why I yeah, use it. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, luckily they had one, and there was like a part, it was hooked up to this um, piece of green, like garden hose. Yeah. Like industrial strength, and so it would shoot right out to the side, so I could, was able to pressure wash everything. <laughs> and I wow. had to, like, so here I am, like, half naked porky pig someone's yeah. barn well, well and i'm i wrapped myself in my thermo rest accordion sleeping oh no so i had that around me and as i was like pressure washing my clothing yeah did did the guy so did it did, did were you left alone or did someone yeah, drive up the guy plowing the field but i was like okay no, they, like these guys better not like these yeah. these guys just keep doing what you're doing i'm super embarrassed right now it's just one of those things you know there's there were like a, a well <laughs> there were not a few times like that now but there were there are other issues you know and i'm not even totally freak out everybody in this room if i say anything else so we're just gonna stop okay. there. what's your next question yeah i want to go back to <laughs> delaware real quick where does the trail actually start i know it's on a beach in delaware tell tell us 
about that? What what beach is it? And like, what were those first? What was the first day like? So the first day, what was the first day like? So my brother had my brother and his girlfriend Jenna had driven me down to Delaware from. I was living in New Hampshire at the time, and um, so they drove me down to Delaware. Okay. And I met with Terry Terry Shuchart the. Delaware coordinator, she met me there at the beach and a few other people, which is super crazy because there's this woman there and her trail name is Grasshopper. And she lives down by there and she was following me on Facebook or something and she knew I was going to start. So she met me down there at the beach and I had done a live video when I started, whatever. But when she met me down there, I was like, you look really familiar to me. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah. Like, I know I've met you before. I know I have met you before. (laughs) Okay. Fast forward, like, maybe I was on trail for like three or four months already. Well, she sends me an email with a picture. And she's like, you were so right. We did meet before. She and her husband were up in Maine doing trail magic when I was hiking the AT. Yeah, And I sat down, they had brought chairs. I remember that they brought chairs and I sat down with them and Hmm. we, um, I can't even remember what they had for trail magic, but I remember sitting down and talking with her. And so that was super crazy. But then when I, after I finished the AT, when I got to a ball bridge, the store up there, there was a sign on the door that they needed help. And I was like, oh, that's so me. So I walked in and I told Richie, I was like, hey, I'm your girl. Give me one week. I'm going to go party my face off in Millinocket and then I'll come back next Tuesday and work. And so I worked there in the store and in the restaurant until they shut down like for the winter. So yeah. But anyway, she had taken a photo of me when I was up at Abel Bridge and it was just some random candid thing I was like walking and whatever but she sent me that picture and she's like mm-hmm. yes I we did you were so right and I'm that's like awesome. yes so, that's really yeah. cool but, yeah that is really cool. cool so she was there when I started she saw me off and she'd been following me the whole time so grasshopper shout out um nice. and when I started I woke up we had stayed at the hotel and I had my friend Cranep from the AT, him and his daughter were there. My brother and his girlfriend were there. And then um, those people met us there. And my cousin, Chris, and his wife, Crystal, were there that I stayed with in Delaware when it snowed. Um, <clears throat> yep, so they were all there. And I remember I woke up that morning and at the hotel and it was like Cranip, Cranip's daughter, myself, my brother, and Jenna, all in one room and all of our is like everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like every time I start a long distance trail, I always have like a ton of people around me and I'm like, yeah. I need to stop doing that because everybody's stuff is everywhere. And I'm just like trying to like, it's, you know, yeah. d- like there's so much going through your head. And I was yeah, excited totally. to release everyone because I was yeah. excited for my freedom to start. And that's like the biggest thing about this whole trip and why I do long distance hikes and why I enjoy the outdoors so much is because this is our key to freedom and totally. I'm free when I'm out here, you know? Totally. Um, and, but I, I woke up that morning and I totally threw up. Like I was mm. nervous. nervous. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was weird. Um, it was new year's day. Like we didn't even do anything the night before. I think we went out for pizza and hung out and like, you know, nobody, like I love to drink, but like 
people that were the people that were around me like mm -hmm. they don't really drink so you know we didn't really do very much like new year's eve was just you know i didn't even i i fell asleep 15 i fell asleep at 11 45 i didn't even like stay up to like wow. i couldn't like keep awake that long yep. <clears throat> but yeah so um i woke up in the morning and i went to go take a shower and i just i just I, I've had the sweats and I'm like, I don't yeah. have to poop. What's going on here? And then, you know, yeah. I grew yeah. up and I was just like, wow. And it's like, what are you even nervous for? You know, you've right. got all your gear. And then I had a, I had a bunch of money at that point. Yeah. And I was, I was nervous. So wow. it was just funny. And I, but I was more nervous because I think when I get nervous, it's because of the people that are around me. Sure. It's not for me, but it, it's yeah. it's weird because when I finished, I was super nervous too. Really? Like I was just, I was nervous. Yep. I was really nervous because I knew that my mom and her, I knew that my mom and my brother were going to fly out and surprise me. Every time okay. my yeah. mom comes out on this show, she tries to surprise me. And I'm like, <laughs> if you just tell me you're coming, like if she had wait, if she had just told me, she, and don't get me wrong, I'm super yeah. grateful. Like, don't think that I'm like being a head at all. But if she, like when she came out and like surprised me in Missouri, she could have wait like if she had just communicated with me that she wanted to come out and see me. She could yeah. have waited one week, and I would have loved for her to join me in Kansas City. I gave like yeah. five presentations in Kansas oh. City, and like the thing that I want the most is my parents to see me speak. Okay, right? You know, yeah. Were, did did you have talk. people they there? Hear me speak, right? Did um, you have people there the last day that were there the first day? My brother and his girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. And my and my mom came out, but she wasn't there the first day. She wanted to go so bad. But my brother and Jenna and I drove in my okay. brother's truck down to Delaware. And it just there was with all of our stuff and everything, yeah. it was yeah. like there was just gonna be really super cramped. I knew my mom wanted to go so bad. And I was like, It's okay, mom. Like it's yeah. not it's so weird because it means so much more to everybody else than it does to me. Hmm, interesting. I feel like people want to be there because that for them is like their way of I don't know what it is. Well, I, I mean you're know, doing yeah, it. you're yeah. doing the thing. So like whether someone's there or not, you're starting, right? And that's great to have the people that love and support you there, but you're gonna keep walking the next day and the next day and the next week and the next month and the next year. Um yeah. and I think for everybody else who's just an onlooker, even though they're a part of your life, right? Like that day maybe means so much more to them because that's the only day they're participating. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. So the time in between the first day and the last day, um, did you take, time. yeah. Did you take any like weeks yeah. off, months off? Did you take parts of winters off? Like, <laughs> or did you just keep a continuous, you know, more ish or less a continuous ish journey. journey for two years and a month or two years and two months, whatever it was. You know what, to be honest, I probably took, I'm, I'm being very loose when I say this, I probably took four months worth of zeros. Nice. Well, it's a, but, but you didn't like, be like okay, it's winter, it's winter. I'm going to take the next two months off. No, no, I never okay. stopped hiking, okay. but I was so, so on February 2nd, 2022, one month and one day after I started, I ended up getting, um, I was, I was working on some shin splints or stress fracture or whatever it was. And I had to get off trail for 20 days. If this guy doesn't stop yelling, I'm literally going to run down there and punch him in the face. <laughs> Please do take us with you. I yeah. Will. 
Um, I can unplug. I got plenty of charge here. Um, so I was walking the CNO canal towpath trail, whatever, mm-hmm. and it was all snowy and icy. And so there were a lot of tracks and people don't really think about this, but there are a lot of tracks on it because people are walking and they're walking their dogs yes. and then there's mm-hmm. other animals scurrying around. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the daytime, when the sun hits it, it starts to melt a little bit. And then in the afternoon, it freezes back up again. So yeah. you're walking on these like icy things and your feet are sliding. So I'm twisting my ankle almost every step for 15 miles a day for yeah. two weeks, you know? So I was just continually aggravating this, injuries yeah I had. oh and so it, every step started to become really painful and by the time i got to cross into west virginia and i met um i met um belinda sue kaiser this awesome woman she's like driving by in her truck her pickup truck and she, and um, i'm looking for a place to camp and i found like it was snowy on the ground and everything and and it's getting dark out and everybody's like driving by. I look super sketchy. And I was like, man, this sucks. Like, it's not like I'm scared of anyone, but I just don't want to get kicked out because this is such a right. local area. Mm. The people that live here, like it's out in the, you're in the sticks, you know? And so the people that live here are, live there are, um, there, they know like every single house, like every light that comes on in that house at night. So if they see like a little light somewhere else, or if they see a little reflection right. of a tent, you know, yeah. they are going to pick up on that and they're going to, they're going to look into it because these people are locals. So this woman's driving by with her two dogs in the truck. She had like a little truck, like mine, like a little Ford Ranger. And <clears throat> she was like, she drove by me and like, I would just kind of like wave to her. Cause you know, when you're out there, you wave to everybody. Cause you know, like want to be local yeah. you know, like, Hey guys. Totally. And, uh, well, I was like, all right, good. No more traffic. I just, I'm, I found a tree and I was like, I'm just going to like run off the trail and set up my tent right on this tree right now. Well, nobody's looking. I'm just going to, I just have to get off the trail yeah. and which is a country road. Well, she turned around and came back through with her dogs and she pulls over and I was like, I can't, I'm not going to really camp out here. Yeah. And she gets out of her truck and she's like, Hey, she's like, are you um, are you hiking? <laughs> You're like, nah, I'm rollerblading, actually. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I got a skateboard, you know. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I, I think I said something like, sure am, and uh, and I told her, I don't know if she had even heard about the ADT. Most people that I met did not know that this trail went right through their front yard. Yeah, and so I um she asked me if I would like to go stay at her house. And I said, yes. And she took me to her house and we had, she had just made like chicken and dumplings, like super so good. Oh my God. It was like the best thing ever. Her whole house was like so cozy and she has like all these exotic pets and stuff. I think she had like a parrot and maybe like a raccoon or I don't think she had a raccoon, but but she had like all these pets and it was just really great. So anyway, so I ended up hanging out with her and we got along really well. And like, she had, um, she's like, do you want something to drink? And I was like, what are you offering? She's like, oh, <laughs> I have some water. And I'm like, nope, drink that every day. Yeah. She's like, I have some milk. And I'm like, that's going to make my brains out. Yeah. And she's like, well, I got some beers. I was like, so got it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we had some bush lights. Bush light is like the thing to drink in West Virginia and through the Midwest. Oh, it's for well, the yeah. farmers. Light. For the farmers. That's their thing. Yeah. Bush light for the farmers. Yeah. So I met so many, I uh, can't even tell you. But um, 
getting back to our original question, I can't remember what it was, but um, let me uh, continue with the, continue down this tangent with you. So you mentioned most people had no clue the American Discovery Trail went right through their town, yeah. their neighborhood, whatever. So POD and I used to live in Crested Butte. Mm-hmm. And one day I was out for a day hike and randomly on a fence post, I saw an ADT sign. And I was like, how did you ever find that? I've saw, I've only seen like 1000 of them yeah. in the entire hike. Like they're so hard I, to come by. So I didn't know the American discovery trail went through the town we were living in. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately, when I got back from my hike, I got, went online, looked up and was like, it does go through here. And mm-hmm. what do you know? <laughs> so is that we should I have found out triple about... crowners? We've done a whole bunch else in other countries. Like the the fact that we didn't know the ADT yeah. went through the town we were living in was a little embarrassing. So yeah, that's I can only imagine that would be yeah. that's a, the perfect word to use too. It's yeah. embarrassing. Like that would be yeah. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like you know. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I yeah. feel like I've seen them like other places I've been to. Like randomly, I've seen an ADT sign somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, but. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I mean, I I never saw one before this. I don't remember like so the ADT. You actually, I I like to call it the backbone of mm-hmm. the Triple Crown because you hike three miles of the Appalachian Trail on the CNO Canal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. well, it was for me, it was the opposite. I was Nobo on the AT, so it was the opposite direction for me. But yeah, so you hike three miles of the Appalachian Trail on the CNO Canal. And then, and I actually stayed at Cross Trails Hostel, like by Harper's Ferry. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was over at, I hiked the CDT for the CDT and the Colorado trail respectively, like together, I believe it was like about 300 miles to combine the two. Okay. And so I hiked some of that, which the CDT, by the way, kudos to both of you for hiking that. Cause that is like the goat. It's That's a beast. Like, it's <laughs> like, that is so, cause when I got on top yeah. of, so Argentine pass is where yeah. the mm-hmm. American discovery trail connects with the CDT. Okay. 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 So I had been like anticipating the Argentine Pass because it's the yeah. highest point on the American Discovery Trail. It's, right. it's okay. thirteen thousand okay. two hundred and eight yeah. feet, and so I was like, it was October eleventh, I think, when I hiked that, and I was trying to get through as much of Colorado as I could. This is when I had just completed the northern route. I'm being okay. sorry when I completed the southern route, and I was getting ready to fly back to Cincinnati to hike the northern route. So. I was like trying to get as much of the Rockies done as I could. And I, I was like, just really anticipating this because I'm like, this is going to be like Crayola, you know, like it was so nuts. Mm-hmm. And, but it wasn't, it was just super windy. And so I had to mm-hmm. wait for a couple hours to go up there. I met these oh. like fat boys that were in their, their college thing. I hope that will reads that or sees, hears this podcast, but these like fat boys were there from Boulder and um they go on their like frat boy their outing trip every yeah 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 so they're like they like let me camp out by them because i was gonna camp there anyway but then i was like i see this big easy up and all this and there's all this food out and i was like oh my god you guys leave your food out you know i'm like all hiker trash and everything and they're just like frat boy so 
Wow. It was really cute though. It was cute. I got to say this. I have to say this. So because I like, I just love, I loved this. So I sat down and I talked to these guys. I said, well, if you guys don't care, I'm going to go set up over here. And it was like a couple hundred yards away from their, their, their tent. And they were like, you know, it's totally fine. And when I got up to go back to my tent, I like, I was sitting on the ground and I went to get up and like, like my knees and my ankles and my hips all cracked. Oh yeah. <laughs> I noticed and he was like, he was like, oh, like that was just his reaction. Like, I don't even think he knew he was doing it. Like, oh, I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry. I was like, that high Georgetown was a bitch, but. Oh my yeah. God. So, so then I get over to my tent and I can hear them just like the sound, like just carried them. And one of the kids there, these are kids, like I'm 40, you know, I could be their mom. Yeah. And so, so one of the kids is like, she's pretty hot. And then the other one goes, yeah, but she's old though. <laughs> and you heard, you heard that whole little exchange. Oh gosh. And I God. like, I probably like sharded my pants like laughing <laughs> when I heard that or something like <laughs> oh my god uh, so, oh man that's amazing that is great. great all right you meant you just mentioned getting to colorado flying back to cincinnati you also mentioned being a masochist so I, i've got to like originally you had planned to just do the southern route and at some point you decided Shortly when i after. get to colorado i'm gonna get on a plane i'm gonna fly back to ohio and so then i'm gonna hike to was... colorado again yeah okay at what point did you decide that you were going to do both the southern and the northern route? And what? And were you? What did it feel like when you got started. back to Ohio? Yeah, I mean that's got to feel self defeating. I mean, yeah, yeah that, right. That that's masochism at its finest. Oh, um, I will tell you right gosh. now, I prepared myself for flying back to Cincinnati. Like I prepared myself for finishing this hike. Okay, not at all. I was like, this is going to no. be a ptd situation and i'm not even like even close to being finished ptd yeah. what what is ptd post-trail depression Ooh. oh okay so you you knew yeah so i knew <laughs> don't spill don't spill <laughs> don't spill on that surface yeah don't spill it's very light it's all bubbles Okay, so what I did was I talked with Sharon Weekly, like I was saying earlier, we went down some other rabbit hole like I always do, but we I was talking with Sharon Weekly, the West Virginia coordinator of the American Discovery Trail, and I said, so how many people have hiked this? How many women have hiked this? And if I stick, and I was, I was like really researching the women that had hiked the American Discovery Trail, and I found out that they, almost all of them were cart pushers, oh. and um which we need to talk about that too because that's um i don't want to throw shade but i totally want to throw some shade um but the to the cart pushers because um cart, carry uh, just to say cart pushers sounds like a slur i i don't know it's in what context slur. but like i might be like oh that right guy now, he's a cart sure. pusher <laughs> <laughs> i don't know cart, but i know what it's you like mean people that push a stroller yeah 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 yeah. you totally. don't have that on the at because you can't do that on the at no no, 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 no. But people that people that want to hike the American Discovery Trail for some reason, they don't like they they think that you need to push a cart in order to do it. Mm. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're gonna be out hiking in the desert 
and it's going to be raining for three days or something or whatever. The weather will be bad. And somebody's going to call the cops on you because they think you have a baby. They what about like Argentine Pass? You taking huh? your cart over Argentine Pass, like well, onto the can. CDT? The that you sounds can't. like a nightmare. <laughs> you can't push a cart. So the American <laughs> Discovery Trail has, um, in some parts of it, it has um, an alternate route, which is for bicycles. And it's also an accepted route oh, for okay. when oh, you are in okay. shit weather or you uh, impassable or whatever unforeseen okay. circumstance or whatever trail closures or whatever. I mean, I had some detours on the trail, but it wasn't like it wasn't like the trail versus the alternate route. Right. It was more like, okay, so you're like one mile from your campsite and it's already getting dark. And now you're six miles because you have to hop off the trail and take the road because we're doing trail construction. Like, seriously. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, what was your question? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, we were talking about Cincinnati. We were talking about okay, so the, the was, mindset of having to fly back to the place yeah. you've, you I were was like, months ago. I was not apprehensive. I was just straight up depressed. Like yeah. in Colorado, knowing like every day, it's like, how do you, do you guys ever like trying to just soak up your experience so hard in that moment? Cause you know that this is like probably one of the best moments in your life. And you're like, yeah. I need to soak this up so hard because I'm not going to be in this moment again, or I'm going to go into like the really soon and it's going to suck really bad. So I need to like appreciate this as much as I can. Like, how do you even do that? That's what I do all the time. And that's what I did yeah. when I was in Colorado. I was like, I need to appreciate the shit of this. Like, I was just like a mess. I was just crying every day because oh. I was sad. Like, I'm crying right now. I'm just, I was just so sad because I knew I had to fly back to Cincinnati. And yeah. this was in the dull, gray, bleak winter. So why did you decide yeah. to do that? Why, why did you decide I, to do Weekly the northern me, route? Well, I said, well, would I be the first woman to hike this trail if I went on the southern route and I just followed the actual trail the whole time and I didn't yeah. hop on Highway 50 like everybody else does yeah. when, you know, when you get into like the hard parts where you have to cache sure. your food and water, you know, when you can't, when you need to have right, a support right. system. And the, most people just pick up a little buggy and start strolling their little merry little way down Highway 50 the whole time, which sucks ass. Like I had to walk Art on pushing. Highway 50 for like the actual trail goes on Highway 50 for a few miles in Nevada, I think, Utah, Nevada, I don't know, somewhere over there. Yeah. But, but that like sucked because like you got the double tractor trailers coming. You've yeah, got this and totally. that. Totally. So I asked Sharon Weekly, I was like, so um, would I be the first, if I like stick to the actual trail and don't push like a cart, would I be the first woman to actually backpack the trail? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I mean, unless anybody hasn't contacted me, but you know, I'm in charge of recording everybody that is doing this. So if they haven't contacted me, it's like, that's your problem. And so I was like, okay, so what about if I hike the whole thing? And she said, definitely. So I was like, Wow. I'll do this. <laughs> I knew oh I could do gosh. it. But like there was never a doubt in my mind. You're like you guys know you're triple crowners. Like you guys yeah. know. Like when you set out to hike a trail, you know you're gonna do it because that's what you want, and you want that more than anything mm-hmm. else. Like, yeah. you know. So when you got back to Cincinnati, how many miles did you have on the northern route to get back to that spot in Colorado that you had just left? 
Is it like a thousand? Like two thousand? Oh, like, yeah, it's I over a thousand. It's over a oh, thousand. I don't think gosh. it's two thousand. I think it's okay. like over a thousand miles. I think it's like maybe like I don't know. I'm trying to okay. So if I had hiked the only the southern route, the entire trail would have been five thousand fifty seven miles of that of just me hiking oh. from Delaware to California on the southern route. Okay. The okay. northern route, the northern route is slightly shorter. Can you guys still hear me? I just totally yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Um the northern route is um um, the northern route <laughs> is a thousand and something miles long. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, like negatively anticipating that and uh, knowing that here I am, like, I just hiked 2,700 mm-hmm. miles to see the mountains, the Rocky Mountains, yeah. my namesake, yes. Rocky Mountain High. Yeah. And I finally get to my mountains. I get to my, like, I'm from New England, but I call, like Colorado to me is my center. It's like my homeland, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like, I wish I was like sitting with you guys right now, but it's beautiful here. And so I was like, I finally like, this is like the gratification I wanted. Like I'm getting, this is like uh-huh. the reward of getting to the Rocky yes. Mountains was yes. bigger than even finishing this entire trail. But I knew I had to go back. I knew I had to go back to Ohio and I knew it was going to be just like white and gray and dark and snowy and cold and icy and windy and it was everything of that so i was i was really depressed at that point but i had met some really cool chicks in cincinnati okay and they they live uh nikki and jamie and they live in cincinnati and then they also have a property out in um more eastern ohio and mm-hmm. she owns a, it's called Moondoggy Livery. Plug, plug, plug. And she owns uh, this, <laughs> this kayaking company and mm-hmm. on the Ohio Brush Creek. And it's so funny because I don't tell very many people this, but she had been doing this like kayak rental and shuttles and everything mm-hmm. for a little while now. And when I met her, I was like, oh, yeah, we should go out on the river. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I got to tell you something. And like what? And she's like, I've never been kayaking before. I'm like, you own this company. And what? Never been kayaking. You were putting people on kayaks and sending them what? down Ohio Brush Creek, and you never been on a boat before. You gotta be kidding. I was like, nah. And she's like, yeah. So when I flew back to Cincinnati, that was like Jamie and Nikki and our other friend Lindsay. They introduced me to their friend Lindsay. They were my saving grace. Because yeah. just to hang out with my homegirls, mm-hmm. people that I had already met, yeah. it's so amazing. Like being on a trail this long, you don't see anybody that you know for like a really no. long time. I was yeah. able to meet up with a lot of my friends from the AT, wherever they lived respectively. Like some of my friends, like mm-hmm. um, Pokey and the Bandit, um, yeah. they live in Illinois. They have a farm there and I stayed with them. They like reached out to me and like I was able to hike with my friend Trout in West Virginia Mm. and for like, he hopped on trail with me for like three or four days. And so that was cool. But it's like, when you meet new people, it's so, I can't even tell you how cool it is when Mm -hmm. you see them again. Sure. Right. Because it's like, now we're established friends. Yeah. Right. Totally. Got that shared experience. You're almost like family at that point. So that was really cool. So they picked me up from the airport at Cincinnati and they're like, we'll pick you up at the airport but you have to hang out with us all weekend before you get back on trail to do the Northern room. And I was like, sold. Um, we hung out, we went, um, we went to a museum 
uh, in Cincinnati. It was like really cool and stay at their house and just like chill. It was, it was really cool. And it was just kind of like the booster that I needed mm-hmm. to totally. get me through the next leg of my trip. Cause like by then I was already like dreading it and I'm an overthinker. So hmm. I was like overthinking the whole thing and yeah. I'm like that, but that's what makes it better. When you know, it's coming, you talk about it, you understand it you know that's going to happen and it helps right. you get through it because you make it in your head worse than what it is. And then when you actually go through it, you grow through it and you're like, this is cool. I got this. It's okay. Like, when you go you know, through it, you grow it. through it. I like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I have a question about, um, you know, people, great people that you met aside. Are there any sections of the ADT that you would go back and redo just because you enjoyed those sections so much and not necessarily the people around them, but the actual trail, the physical trail. (laughs) Insert cricket sound here. Oh, I've got Ah. the, I've got that sound effect. Don't you worry. (laughs) Um, Okay. When I hiked up on Argentine pass, and I saw where the CDT was coming from. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, dude, they're making me walk through some of this. Like, I've like, walked through some where I'm like, is this actually supposed to be the trail? Do they really think you should be hiking this right now? Is this safe? Like, does what would OSHA say, you know? But uh, yeah. But when I got onto the CDT part and I looked up to see where the CDT was coming from, and I'm like, oh, those are coming from all the way over there. Like, that intense like i totally want to hike the cdt next and i still do but um i have no money right now so (laughs) but i but i was like okay um i would totally hike the cdt and colorado trail portion of the adt over and over and over but i do remember while i was hiking up hope pass yes my friend borealis was like there's a reason why they call that hope pass because you just hope you're gonna make it (laughs) like that suck ass and Lake yeah. Ann Pass was like so challenging. Oh, yeah. That was my that was my the only time that I was scared on the entire trail. Like I slept like near like people's like meth labs. I slept in like cemeteries. I slept in bathrooms. I slept in like all this like sketchy shit all, mm. like crazy. Like I walked through sketchy, sketchy people say it's mm-hmm. sketchy areas, yeah. but it's not. Like it's like you're a badass, you can do whatever you want, you know, just own it. And when I was going up Lake and past there was this giant ice cornice mm. and, mm-hmm. uh, that I had to cross. And it was funny because the day before that, this guy had come down, he was like super skinny and super sunburned and he was like a ginge. So he was like, obviously <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. And so he, Conan O'Brien coming down on the cornice. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so he was like, I don't even remember his name or Charlie or anything, but he came down like he was coming in the opposite direction. And I was just getting to Lake Anne and where I was camping that night. And I could see my demise for the next day. And I can mm-hmm. see all these little ants, those like little ants like hooking up uh-huh. there. Oh my gosh. So he's coming down from there and he walks right up to my tent and he's like, I was like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, do you mind if I sit here? And I was like, no, go ahead. What's going on? And he just unloads his shit. He's like devastated. He's like, this is the second time I've tried to hike this pass. Yeah. I thought he was going, I thought he was going northbound, you know, because at this point I'm going southbound on the CBT. Right. right. And uh, so I'm assuming that he was coming northbound. 
He's like, no, I've gone up there twice already and I can't do it. He's like, I've turned, I've turned, turned around twice. He's like, there's a 30 foot ice wall up there and I can't get through. Mm. And so that scared me because yeah. I was like, this is like, I'm afraid of heights. Like, this is my biggest, like, this oh, is no. the thing that's going to, yeah. So he's like, yeah, I, I already attempted it twice. And I turned around and this guy was skinny and I'm like, he was just desperate at that point. Mm-hmm. He was like plopped right down, unloaded, wow. you know, all of his emotions. And I thought that was super awesome because this was like, actually, and I also have to mention that this part, when I hiked the Colorado trail and the CDT parts, this was the only time that I had fellowship with other through hikers. Mm-hmm. This is the mm-hmm. only yeah. time. Sure. Other than being in Kinsley, Kansas and meeting Bernie, who was walking eastbound on the southern route. Um, really? Yeah, and we stayed together for like three days. I met these guys, these farmers, um, the Shalers. They live in, oh, I can't say it right, awfully, awfully, awful. I don't know what it is. But anyway, in Kansas, and they own like all these farms. They have like the family compound. Like it's all farms. Mm. They like make corn and stuff and beef. And so I stayed at their pond and I was, and I met Bernie, whatever. But other than that, other than meeting Bernie, and then there was one day in, oh, it's like probably Southern Illinois. I always throw shade on Southern Illinois because like, and I feel bad because like the coordinator of Southern Illinois, like he's like, so, um, well, you complain about Southern Illinois a lot. Do you think that maybe it, Bill Gilmore is the name? Yeah. Do you think that maybe you might have like done this differently and hiked the Northern route? Uh, in the summer and then hiked the southern route in the winter and I'm like honestly if I did this differently I would not even do this at all <laughs> southern Illinois is the Kentucky of Illinois right yeah it is yeah so the thing was is that I was on well the thing was that I was on the river to river trail mm-hmm. and which which I refer to as the poop soup Poop soup trail. It's um, it's an equestrian trail also. Oh. So uh, the, the entire thing and the entire thing about all the values that you know about the AT, the PCT, the CDT, all that goes out the window when you come across all these trails on the ADT because they actually tell you like they're like oh burn like I've been to campgrounds like not they're not ADT designated by any means but in right. certain states I will go through and I find a campground that's like close to the trail and they'll be like oh burn all of your trash in the fire yeah <laughs> or like totally throw your throw what what was it that I saw the other day it was here in California it was like throw your trash in the no, throw all of your food water and your food waste water into the privy. Like, like they want you to throw it down wow. there. Oh, I'm sure that won't attract animals to the privy. <laughs> I don't know. I you open the, the privy lid, there's I'm a, a, there's a, a family of raccoons girl. in there, you know? Yeah, bathrooms and privies are for sleeping and not for pooping in. Like, I'll just <laughs> dig a hole. <laughs> exactly. POD is a, a veteran privy sleeper. I am. I've slept in a lot of privies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have. Yeah. I'm not Sometimes too proud. The weather, the weather that's right. requires it, you know? Yeah. Yep. How that's do you right. feel about uh, sleeping in cemeteries? I love sleeping in cemeteries. Uh, that wouldn't you know bother why? me at all. Never done They're it. so quiet. Um, yeah. They are 
usually there's some i'm not sleeping on your aunt mabel like i'm in right. the corner there by the trees but well, but usually the, the grass is really well cared for so really irrigated. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be careful you don't want the 3 a.m sprinkler thing going on right i mean that happened to me that happened to me somewhere <laughs> in I can't a cemetery I was in the midwest no i was in okay, the midwest. Okay. i was at a campground actually okay i was at this little campground i don't know where the f- I was in one of those Midwest states and towns mm-hmm. and I had gone to this bar and I like I met these locals and they they like told me where I could camp out and um I think I had hiked I, I it was like a desperate desperate measure for me I had to like hiked off trail I was like I just need to get into a town like I just need to like, yeah. sit down in a chair yep. be somewhere drink a beer go into a toilet like wipe my ass wash my hands and like (laughs) you know i just need like something yeah i need creature comfort and so i had walked all the way into this town and i met these people and they brought me back to the trail and um there was a campground like nearby so the night before i walked over this campground and then the next day this person came back and took me up and brought me back to the trail but I was at this campground and I set my tent up. I was drunk. It was nighttime and I set up my tent. And I mean, this is like an RV campground. So okay. I was definitely the only yeah. one there, which has happened yeah. to me so many times. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're oh, yeah. Us too. Like, yep. Been yeah, there. Too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> even when we're, even when we're on a road trip, we, we tent camp, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> so I set my tent up. I think it actually happened to me twice, but I sat on my tent and in the morning, um, it was, it was probably like 4am because you know, you have to do the water before the sun comes up because otherwise it's just like going to evaporate. So I was like, I'm in my tent and I just hear this, like that water, like pattering sound Uh that's like hitting your tent. Actual water hitting nylon. Yeah, and I had my rain fly up because it was like dewy and everything. So I had my rain fly on that night. And then, but the sprinkler is coming up from the bottom. So it's like shooting up between in Mm. the no zone. You know, it's going up in there. And so I I was like, I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, like my face is like, I get like sprinkles or something. Like what's going on? Right. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I'm like sleeping on one sprinkler. So I didn't push up, thankfully. But then the other one was like right outside my tent. So it was like shooting into my tent. I was like, damn it. So <laughs> I was like, you know, you're in like the panic mode. Like, yes, it's getting wet. Like, I don't right. even know. This is like the last time I'm going to be in town like for five days. Like I have to get my dry. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah that was, that uh, was cray, 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 cray. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, do you have photos on social media anywhere of, from along the hike like did you not post? at all i didn't take one single photo it. well <laughs> people just got to listen to the podcast on a loop over and over and over to visualize you know luckily i'm a great talker um yeah. <laughs> so yes i do i have so many and i have so many more in my little treasure trove that so what i did on trails because i did like publicize my hike because my mission on this hike was to inspire other people and to empower women because nobody's heard of this trail. Nobody knows about this yet. And I think I actually did help them a lot. And I was very honored to, when I finished John Faisal, the, he is actually, he's not the California coordinator, but he is the man that 
mapped the route through California of the ADD. Okay. Thanks to John Faisal. Um, like, yeah, that kind of sucked at some points. But anyway, like, thanks anyway, man. Like, so a lot of it was good. Like, the last yeah. two days were really great. But some of it, I was like, Mount Diablo. I'm like, like this is like the crazy. It was like the last, like, significant mountain climb, whatever. But yeah. anyway, yeah. But I was like, you go, like, you don't go up the mountain. You go, like, kind of up it. And then you go around it a bunch of times. And then you go, like, kind of up it. And then you go around it. And then you're, like, mm. past it. And then you see the ocean. And you're like, oh, okay. I think that's the Golden Gate Bridge. And you're like, oh, no, that's the Bay Bridge. Never mind. But <laughs> anyway, um, so he was there when I finished. And can I tell you about when I finished? Yes, yeah, please. please. The, okay. Yeah. So I, my last. Don't cry. Um, my last two days on trail were, uh, or three days on trail were like really great. Like the scenery was awesome. Like it was mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, I could see the ocean. You know, yeah. there were a lot of hills. Yeah. It was like kind of like muddy and stuff, but like whatever. And so, the last day that I was on trail, I woke up and i was like all right i was supposed to do a live video and there's mm-hmm. no service out there at point reyes so when our finish is point reyes national or lemon beach point reyes national seashore seashore and right. um i thought i was gonna do a live video because i did a live video when i on facebook when i had started okay but i was unable to do that because there was absolutely no cell service and wow. So there are a couple like backpacker campgrounds, which is weird because like I'm like, oh really? You guys now you guys got these, but <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so I camped at one. I got in at like dark, and I camped at one, and then like they were. I thought it was closed for the winter, and when I left in the morning, the guy caught me and he's like, "Hey, excuse me," and I'm like, whenever people say that, I'm just like, just keep walking. Do not acknowledge. <laughs> just go. <laughs> Yep. And then he's That's like, said awesome. it again. So I'm like, oh, because like everybody pulls over and asks you if you need a ride all the time, you know? So yeah. like, people say, like, hey, hey, yeah. hey. Or especially like now, in, now I'm in San Francisco and it's like people are saying, hey, all the time, like, you get any change? Sure. Like they're all like tripped out and stuff. But um, you just ignore everyone. And so, but he was like, uh, I'm going to lose my train of thought here. Help me out. He didn't pay or something. He, yeah, he yeah, wanted so your I money. Didn't pay and he's like, He's like, uh, he was like sweeping the parking lot and he's like, he's like, oh, did you stay in campsite number five last night? And I was like, I have no idea what campsite I stayed in. I got here. It was after dark. I don't even know. But you know, what was awesome was when I got to the campsite that I chose, there was this baseball cap on the uh, food storage locker thing because mm-hmm. okay. they have loads of raccoons and it said Rocky Mountain National Park. And I was like, Rocky nice. Mountain? I'm Rocky Mountain. That's me. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is my spot. Yeah. So I was like, staying here. And so that was cool. But then when I left in the morning, he was like, oh, just let you know, it's $6 uh, to camp here. I was like, oh, I didn't even know if you guys were open, you know? But I'm like, okay, well, listen. And I didn't want to tell him, like, I'm walking across America. I have this finish. Right. I'm supposed to finish at 10 a.m. on whatever day. So I really need to. And I f- myself because, like, I ended up pushing miles mm-hmm. my last two days of hiking and because i stayed here in san francisco and i made friends here so i was like hanging out i was kind of delaying it i wasn't really ready to be done uh-huh. i was never ready to finish and that you know yeah. i haven't even hit the ground like i since i finished but of course 
um i haven't had a chance like i've been so busy like honestly like, yeah you know like yeah. i've been trying to talk to you guys for like a week now and i just don't have a chance like i just got flown out to new york to be on a major television yeah. talk show Brianna, and, you're a national celebrity at the moment, in case yeah. you didn't know. Well, guess what? You guys are the last free talk I'm doing, so. <laughs> oh. hey, good for you. You're welcome. Good for you. Yeah. And thank you. <laughs> thank you. Our but, budget is about as uh, large as, as the amount of money he was going to charge you for that campsite. Your budget is probably my bank account right now, so it's <laughs> yeah. fine. Um, so just in case anyone wants to know, uh, my name is Brianna DeSantis. I have a Venmo. Um, so that last day. I hiked through this like little backpacker campground and it was on the coast. So you're walking on the ocean. I, I night hiked, like I night hiked my last night, two nights on trail. And then I woke up in the morning and I started hiking. It was still dark out. And I had like an hour and a half still of darkness when I was walking in the morning before it started to get light out. And it was just very, you know, cause you're on the West coast. So it's like really dark anyway, cause Mm -hmm. the sun's coming from like super far away. Right. And and then like it was really muddy and there were a bunch of blowdowns because there had been a hurricane the week before I finished. So wow, can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Um, there had been a hurricane um, the week before I finished. So there are all these trees that were knocked down and I ended up getting poison oak because I like I was trying to oh, yeah. pass like it's in the dark and you know your headlamp like everything yeah. up, like your vision. So um I'm hiking through this area and I like totally fell into this like blowdown like pine tree. It was all this brush. And then I ended up getting poisoned oak trying to get out of the blowdown. Yeah. But so I hiked past this campground and then like right after you hike past this campground, you're hiking parallel to the Pacific Ocean for quite a while. Okay. And then after that, um you take a left hand turn and you're actually on the beach and you walk the beach the rest of the way, which I thought was nice. like super so I hiked, I, I got down to the beach. I took my shoes and my socks off. And I have like really good vision for being 40 years old. I have like really good vision. I'm jealous. Yeah, that's what they, <laughs> that everybody says that. I know. I'm jealous. Too. I know. Yep, I know. Yep. I'm jealous of myself. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got to the beach and so you're essentially hiking north on the beach. Once you turn to get onto the beach itself, you're hiking mm-hmm. north up to Point Reyes, up to Limit. It's Limitor Beach. Yeah. And I could see in the distance this big white banner. ADT oh. banner, right? Yeah. You knew that was for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. It's, it's and, huge. It's huge. Yeah, totally crying. But um, so as I got closer, there were like a bunch of people there, and NBC was there, and everything. Like, like how many people were we talking? Like, like probably couple, ten. How many? Ten. Okay. Eleven, twelve, maybe. Okay. okay. But a um, news crew. There were people that were. There were people that were hanging out there, and they saw the banner, and they saw. The- and they're like what's going on and then yeah, like right. john Faisal was there and he's like well this is he's like he's like the the super succinct you know like the mm-hmm. adt mm-hmm. guy so he's like well this is the american discovery trail and this is da, 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 and this is what's going on and yep. he's like and it goes here and here and i created this route because i'm in all these trail groups and you know right so so hard yeah still recent yeah. yeah i mean you're you're what barely just two weeks off the trail days. yeah <laughs> yeah um so 
you guys are the first podcast I cried on. <laughs> oh, we so, feel honored, but hopefully it wasn't because of our our mugs. Hopefully yes, we didn't bring you to tears. So because... <laughs> um, yeah, so so I saw the banner and I saw the people. Yeah. And uh I was like kind of trying to see who the people were. I'm like, I don't even know. I knew right. my cousin was gonna be there. Like, so I was looking for her, but I didn't see her. Mm-hmm. Well, she ended up like drinking a bottle of wine um before she came out to find me and didn't read my extremely like very it was very like, specific specific directions on how to get there so oh like, no yeah so anyway i was like and i was a little bit early i thought i was gonna finish at 10 o'clock but it was like 9 20 and i already am like i'm like like visualizing it, visualizing it i was probably like uh it's probably about a half a mile away Mm-hmm. oh wow so, like, you're you close see it, yeah you know it's right yeah. there and so i started to make out these people and i see my mom and my brother oh boy and i just like like i just dropped down and i was like oh my god my family's here and, like it was like, so crazy mm. i was like hey you guys <laughs> i knew you guys would do it i knew you'd do this <laughs> Like That's I just so awesome. want anybody to spend so much money to like fly out right. and see me yeah. walk in the ocean. Like I'd rather watch. I would rather you guys just come to one of my talks and see me inspire people and see me empower sure. women and like listen to what I have to say. But I appreciated that that they they wanted to be there. Honestly, yeah. if I could do it again, I would have no one there, just me. Yeah. But when I first got to the ocean, I turned left and I walked to the beach. I took my shoes and socks off. I walked into the water. It wasn't the end of the trail, but I walked in for myself. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just to have a moment by myself. Sure. But I could still see that banner. I could still see those people. And I'm like, I don't even know if they can see me right now. And like, they can't because, you know, they're not Superman vision like I am. But um, <laughs> they didn't know. I think my brother said he didn't see me until Jenna said that like she could see me. And he was like, oh. And so what happened was I'm walking down the beach. And John Faisal comes like running up to me or like marching up to me and he's like and I'm like I was already like crying like crying and uh, he's like um it's like he looked at me and he just had like the kindest face Mm. he's like know what you're going through Mm. he's like you got this you're awesome you're amazing He's like, but, but I need you to stop hiking right now because NBC <laughs> is coming and they forgot your mic and they had to go back to uh, your mic. <laughs> I need you to stop hiking right now. When he started walking oh, toward me, geez. I actually stopped because I was like, yeah, I was like, you're coming over here. You're going to walk. Not me. I already walked all the way across America. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. So I let him get to me. And then, uh, yeah, he said. Oh my totally gosh. Oh, I can't blow it's not rocking up inside right now. Just gonna wipe it <laughs> uh, so uh he's like he's like so uh Garvin Thomas of NBC, who they had met me the day before too on Friday and they had met okay. me and like took me like like did this amazing, amazing story on me. So uh yeah, John Faisal's like, Well, you have to wait because like NBC, they they forgot your mic in the car, so they have to run back to the parking lot and get it. <laughs> so I just stood there, and that was cool too, because like yeah. I got to stand there and like at that point I had I think 
I don't know if I already know I hadn't I hadn't noticed who was down there yet. There's just a bunch of random people standing around. I didn't know like half yeah. these people. So um I got down there and then finally I saw it was like my mom, my brother, and I like just like bent right over and was like, Oh yeah. my god, my family's here. And so Garvin came out and he mic'd me up. And then I walked up to everybody, hugged my family and yeah. walked in the ocean and people clapped and then it was like, All right, let's go get some food. Yeah. So that was that. I feel like the finishes of long trails, like I, in my mind, I'd 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 love to be alone too, and just s- sit there for hours, and just like because I feel like the start of long hikes and the end of long hikes, like the start, you're being dropped off, your people want to wave, they want to see you off, like you're kind of being rushed. It's kind of a rush. In the end, I always feel like there's never really time to just stop and absorb it. And in your case, you had, I mean, you had news crews, you had, uh, you had family, you had ADT folks, like there's a lot going on, but like one, one of these days I'm going to do a long trail and I'm just, I might just spend a day at the end, just sitting at a monument Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And just like an on trail zero. Yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to take my last on trail zero, one inch from the end of this trail. We're going to just yeah, sit here. I think it's really important to give that to yourself because yeah. you worked so hard. I like know. you deserve it, you know? Totally. And I feel like for my hike specifically, I feel like I just did this not even for myself. I just, I feel like I hiked across America for everyone else, for women, for the mm-hmm. youth, for pop, for the general populace. I just walked across the America so that I could inspire other people and I very publicly shared my hike and that's like that sucks on yourself because you don't get the same experience because I you know how many pictures I didn't take because I had to save my battery because I had to take a live video because people are like emailing me asking me if like all the moms out there like are you okay and like you know and then you have to police your page because people are saying like stupid like oh don't go through east st louis i'm like well y'all can you know like not say that because i'm it's part of the trail i'm hiking the official route of the trail i'm gonna go through there you know it's like have you ever been there you know what denver is way worse than east st louis east st louis is a bunch of like abandoned crack shacks of people living in there like just sitting there like that oh boy bother you they're up right yeah denver you got people walking around and it's a very large city so you have to plan going sure. into these cities like accordingly because you're going to get stuck maybe in the city yeah. that's when or like those instances or those like or excuse me also in the winter time um i would stay at a hotel like mm-hmm. yeah I'm a, I'm a proud platinum member of the choice hotel chain which is oh very nice it's, it's like the bottom of the barrel hotel chain right but you know I'm a it, it's the uh so I get the, free parking the no the no choice <laughs> the no choice hotel chain yeah, yeah no free choice. parking is great when you're on foot too right it's like you need to do it's it's staying in a hotel is so much harder than camping because you need to like go down the rabbit hole of reviews mm-hmm. because right. i'm like all about like i've stayed in three hotels that um had bed bugs and then i oh no California that had a cockroach crawled across the floor so I, then I did like a lot of cockroach research i killed it with a soap dish i like smashed it with a soap dish 
And then um, I did the cockroach research and basically, so this is a great tip. Um, if you get a cockroach in your room, you need to kill it, because, but leave the body there for like five minutes because the first pheromones it gives off are a danger pheromone. So the other cockroaches stay awake. So you're like, oh my God, there was a mass murder here. But mm -hmm. after a while, then they start like, they like it and it's like tasty to them so they're like we're gonna go eat this thing oh and then no they come back cannibals yeah, that's my that's my um wikipedia for you for the day oh my gosh that is crazy <laughs> it's creepy yeah, yeah our friend dirtmonger found um two scorpions underneath his bed on the grand enchantment trail in new mexico at his hotel and what? yeah scorpions? he scorpions and he politely escorted them out the door but I, I would not be able to go to bed after that like knowing that there could be more right there could be more in the I room you don't know i didn't sleep i didn't yeah. sleep yeah no yeah. yeah brianna where can people go uh, are you on instagram where are you where can people go learn more I about this instagram. and see your photos um, okay we're gonna my post instagram is just my name brianna de sanctus um okay. and then i also post a lot of i do a lot of like kind of like cross-posting with my Instagram because I know like a lot of people now the people it's weird because like a lot of the people that I'm trying to reach are only on Instagram people just don't oh. do Facebook anymore and I kind of yeah. knew that when no. I got into this but like I was more yeah. comfortable with Facebook because that's what yeah. I've always been using I mean I'm with MySpace if I could you know I'm trying to <laughs> the old days delete my MySpace because well yeah 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 I'm not gonna talk about that but anyway um yeah so um yeah, so my Facebook is facebook.com slash Rocky Goes Hiking, R-O-C-K-Y, Rocky Goes Hiking. And um, if you just type Rocky Goes Hiking into the search bar, it'll pop up. But the actual name of my page is called Rocky Mountain High on the American Discovery Trail. Well, we'll post <laughs> links to both so people can just click it and check it out. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And a huge congratulations to you. I mean, yeah. what, you, what what you did is is groundbreaking, record setting. It's it's all the things. And yeah. <laughs> Brianna, thank you so much for giving us yeah. uh, a couple hours of your time here. Yeah, and I appreciate it. I can't wait to share this with our our listeners, Trail Show Nation. They're really going to dig this, I and hope um, so. you're going to enjoy the hell out of the CDT. And do let us know whenever it is you're in and around Salida, Colorado. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. It's good talking to you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you guys so much. Cool. I had a blast with you guys. So awesome. Take care and keep in touch. Yeah, we'll yeah do. we will. You too. Awesome. All right. Adios. Thanks. All right. Bye. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we've got trips. We've got a few mailbag items. And ask a hike with D-Lo. Don't go anywhere. This is Garrett the Onion Christensen, and I never listen to The Trail Show because I think filling your cooler with the ice from a friend's house is a perfectly normal thing to do, especially if you brought them beer. Trail Show's back. 
got more action-packed items for you this month. Let's go to trip reports. I know we've all been to incredible places since the last trail show. Who's first? I went on a trip. Where to? Um, as I said in the fear section, I actually just kind of got back today. Um, I went to Michigan. Hey now, Michigan I in February. Tell us about I that. I went out to see Magoo in Michigan. I brought my coat. It could have been worse, honestly. Um, was it sunny? Yeah, some pierogies. What are they called? Pierogies. Hot, hot dish. Pasties. 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 Oh yeah, there. Yeah, that's the uh, seven-course meal: uh, a pasty and a six-pack of lining kugels. <laughs> um, I went. Yeah, it could be worse. The first couple of days that I was there, it was real gray and cold and windy. And then it got to be what I call really. Michigan sunny. So, you know, Dapple you know the sun was out. Cool. No, okay. the sun was kind of out. Um, but it was foggy. Fact, like, no. The, well, the last day I was there, it was clear, but it's just, um, it was actually pretty nice the last day I was there. But it's interesting. I don't know if it's the altitude or what, but it just never, even on a clear day, it just never feels completely sunny. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, Dilo, you're on the East Coast now. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, yeah, out totally. here, when it's clear skies, man, it feels so... Bluebird. It's bluebird. Blue, yeah. Mm. Although um, it can be it can be sunny like that here, too. However, it oftentimes is not. It's kind of like an obscured kind of hazy yeah. sun. I don't know mm. how to Anyway, I think, I but think I had a great more humidity, time. More yeah, humidity. Yeah, that could be it, too. So when the wintertime, when it's dry, or even in the summertime, uh, when high pressure moves in, it can be very clear. Mm. But yeah, oftentimes that's not the case. Well, I had a great time. I went to visit my family. I did go out to the, uh, forgot the name of it. We call it the Geology Center. It has a formal name. Did some trail running out there. Were um, you on the North Country Trail at any point in Michigan? No. I also went to this other little nature preserve called the West Lake Nature Preserve. Did a little walk with my parents out there. Brush so, miles. yeah, I got out. I got out every day that i was there and uh enjoyed the wilds it was a nice time triple o did you do another marathon in a day day hike since the last show <laughs> i actually did <laughs> dude you're, you're <laughs> well, killing it man no like... i actually did it was more of like i was half mostly running but okay. i went to this i went to the state forest the harbison state forest here in columbia and tried oh, to run was... every single trail they have in it Whoa. which included having to double back on some other some of the trails because you know it would be like a loop and then like mm -hmm. some side connectors yeah. so you'd have to like but it ended up being about 27 miles and Damn. i was exhausted but it was kind of fun to look at the map afterwards because it was basically a trail map of the whole place yeah that's awesome man yeah it was good it was good um I also went out and did another section of the Palmetto Trail, the Watery Passage, okay. which is follows an old railroad bed. Interesting history along it. It's actually apparently along this railroad bed, the the Union Army caught up to Confederate supply chain and a train mm. finally and blew it up. So there's like a memorial along this passage about about that. And uh mm. so it's an interesting some interesting history. It's great. It goes through like a very swampy area, so lots of boardwalks and bridges over the water. Um, 
so, yeah. any was there any waiting involved there was no waiting mm. just because it's up built up high where the railroad used to be so mm -hmm. um it's you get all the benefits of being in a swamp without the threats of death that you face on the Florida <laughs> trail <laughs> And for all those that drink every time we say the phrase Florida Trail, uh, cheers. You have good medical insurance. <laughs> yeah. Dilo, what about you, man? Um, I, you know, haven't taken no any shooting? trips that don't involve. Have you been not skiing? No skiing or snowboarding. Oh, no, the snow on, has man. actually been quite nice here in the Northeast, no. believe it or not. Maybe. Really? Yeah, it's been quite nice. Hmm. Um, and I haven't done, I, I wish there was more snow around here to do some cross country skiing, but there's just not. There really just isn't. It's a little sad. But Ooh. higher up in the mountains, there's nice snow. And, hmm. and that's kind of where I've been going. And, but you, we don't talk about that here. No, no, we don't. Mm -mm. I was going to ask you if you still snowboard, but I can't oh, I ask do. you that. And I also, I also downhill ski. Oh, you do both? Mm -hmm. I took up well, downhill skiing maybe five, six years ago. We can't talk about either of those things. Sorry. Do. Yeah, I did it to, to no. be with my children while they okay. were learning to ski. But yeah, um, but actually, the, the guy is sitting next to me here. Who's that? That guy right the there. The child that is Leo. <clears throat> yeah. Who doesn't want to be seen. He actually learned to snowboard over the past month or two. Ooh. So as a, as a very accomplished and fearless downhill skier, he was very humbled learning to snowboard. Yeah. But he's not really humbled anymore. He's kind of got He's it good. Down. Yeah. Learning curve's a little steeper, but uh, mm -hmm. once you, you get it, you get it. Yeah, you got but it. But we can't talk about any of that. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I uh, So if you want to just kind of cut all that yeah, out, just... fine. I understand. Sure. I don't really like listen to the We normally do show. every time you yeah. speak. I don't really listen to the trail <laughs> show anyways. Yeah. So... Trips, nothing. I've just been in my house, um, sitting in this room. Rotting. Rotting, getting older. <laughs> Good Lord. Thanks, yep. POD, for that. Uh, yeah, so right after the what? last episode, I got my car and I drove down to Mexico again. And I hung out on a beach. It was in the mid-70s. It was sunny. And the previous three weeks in Colorado had, had reminded me a lot of Michigan winter. <laughs> it had been overcast, um, yeah. unbelievably overcast and cold and windy, and I'd had enough. So I drove for a day and a half. Although I did, um, I did camp down around Ajo, and I don't want to blow Ajo up. I don't want to give it the trail show bump. But if you're ever in southern Arizona, I don't know. Maybe you're doing some hiking down there or, or whatever you're doing. There's a little town called Ajo. Check it out. I like Ajo. Ajo is interesting. And it's a lot warmer than Colorado. Different I, than Ojo. Yeah. I told POD at some point we are going to become snowbirds. Yes. I, I don't know <laughs> I exactly. I like the idea of that. I don't know when. Bad. Yeah. Sounds yeah. great to but me. I, I think it's going to be southern Arizona. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't know if I talked about this on the show. Yeah. yeah. But, uh. I'm always surprised by those folks that love skiing and winter so much that they go from winter to winter to winter to winter, you know, yeah. like Southern South hemisphere America. to Northern hemisphere yeah. back and forth. And I'm like, I'm the opposite. 
Yeah, me too. Mm. <laughs> me yeah. too. So anyway, Mexico has um, good tequila and extremely good charbroiled chicken over open flames. I mean, the food is so good. The flavor. Why can't is, we do? Sounds so good. Yeah, you can smell the chicken a block or two away. There's just smoke billowing out from these big grills, and you walk in there. And you can order pollo entero with, for like $10. You basically get a whole I mean, chicken. that's twice as much as Costco. So, But, dude, it's so much better. <laughs> and then they also have camarones. You can get these incredible shrimp. Oh, man. And the salsa has some heat. It's legit. The food is so I mean, Mexican food is so good like there's oh, so many flavors it's and, so good and it's and, and the thing is, is so much of it is just fresh yes that's, yeah. that's it yes yeah. so much of it is just fresh so that's my trip report sounds great yeah it was wish i could have gone but i was here in the cold that's right on work hey, every day. look we had a couple of mailbag items this month and i want to read the first one because there's a book i want to recommend all right our first mailbag item tonight is is from the South Pacific. Here it goes. Not sure if you're still tracking countries where people have listened to the trail show, but I never listen while on Christmas Island in the Republic of Kiribati. Not a lot of trails here, so I guess I'm just route finding on the flats, fishing for bonefish. Cheers. John Soltis. I actually know a little bit about the country that that John's in. And by oh. the way, this is a tiny, tiny place, Kiribati. So there's a book that was written about 20 years ago called The Sex Lives of Cannibals by a guy named J. Martin Troost. And that book was about the two years he and his girlfriend spent in the Republic of Kiribati in the same exact place that, that John wrote us from. And it's a really good read, especially if you're into travel books. And if you want an idea of what it is to live on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, not close to anything, check out The Sex Lives of Cannibals. So thank you, John. Uh, we haven't actually tracked trail show countries. I think we're up to like 165. You know what? I'll get that stat for the next show. But there's yeah, what? we should. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And I think... I think, I mean, it, it varies from like month to month how many countries there are. Mm -hmm. I think it's around 195 right now. But next month, we'll we'll let you know. All right. The second and final letter from the mailbag, I'm, I was very stoked to receive. It is from Effing Lettuce. Yes, this is awesome. This is awesome. Effing Lettuce writes in, hi, Trail Show. This is Effing Lettuce. I can't believe that's my trail name now. Thanks. P.O.D., I was trying to say how f***ing wet it is here. You were right. I did think of you guys because you're such big fans of the Florida Trail. I told my family I was going... By the way, dip your beverages. Yeah. I told my family I was going to hike some of the Florida Trail over winter break and receive two copies of the guidebook for Christmas. An excerpt of the guidebook reads... Florida has four types slash six species of venomous snakes. 
cottonmouth, also known as water moccasins, an aggressive snake that prefers swampy areas. You'll encounter them in Big Cypress. Anyways, I'm, <laughs> I'm going back to do more of the Big Cypress section again after or over spring break. Rah! Swamp appreciators rise up. I can't wait to be killed by a Florida panther. Also, please cover the Batona Trail in New Jersey since you do short trails now. It is 55 miles long and goes through some cool cedar swamps. It also has the New Jersey Devil, and it was my first backpacking trip ever. Effing lettuce. Um, never heard of the Batona Trail, but uh, Ooh, it's you know, in the Pine Bar- it's in the Pine Barrens. It's in the Pine Barrens. We gave up doing Ooh. short trails after last month. Now we just do 6,800 mile long trails. Can we also talk about her? Her trail name. Her art that she put in her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at, if you scroll down. There's some, uh, what do you call that, D-Lo? What, what, what do you call that type of... ASCII computer? art. It's called ASCII art. ASCII? ASCII? Yeah, A-S-C-I-I. Um, oh. ASCII hmm. is a character encoding of, of letters that you would type on a computer that uses mm-hmm. eight bits, and it incorporates the Latin alphabet and not much more. And it's a, it's a, little, uh, it's a little off because of the way we had to copy and paste it from the email... But it's basically an ape flying two birds and then yeah, and, a and naked if person. If you're curious, ASCII stands for the American Standard Code for Information Exchange. Does this imply effing lettuce might be involved in IT or or computer Not necessarily. I mean, you don't have to necessarily be involved in the IT I appreciate the detail. I appreciate the nipples on the ape. On the apes. Pecs. Yeah. I what about below the abdomen? Yeah, I appreciate the double zeros below the abdomen. That's. I that's think. Good. I think oh, no, those below are the, the abdomen was a picture that's of. That's the Y. Uh, Marvin Kessler and Heikendor. Seen from the know. helicopter. <laughs> seen from the helicopter. Dilo. Yep. As someone who's yeah. involved in the digital arts, do uh-huh. you put this sort of artwork at the bottom of your emails? No, I do not contribute in any way, shape, or form to ASCII art. Though I have tried to type things out like that, but it's it, you know, it's it's tricky. It's tricky to a, rock a rhyme. Fixed with you need a fixed with font to rock a rhyme. Yes, right on time. ASCII art in in it's a tricky. consistent manner. Yeah. Oh, really? Fixed with, fixed with fonts. It seems like this would be a complete nightmare to try to do line by line maybe it's just copy and paste right yeah i don't know know. i mean i i think i mean if you spend some time with this you're an artist yeah you're an artist maybe we should post a screenshot of this on the trail show social so people can see what it is and if you if you post post a picture um then you won't have to worry about this appearing in a non-fixed with font, which will ruin the proportions of the characters. That's a good point. All right, folks, we're going to take one last break. When we come back, we've got Ask a Hiker with Mike DiLorenzo.
Hi, this is Simon from Germany. I hate hiking and I never listen to the trail show. But I love sauerkraut. Oh, sauerkraut. Alter, ist das lecker. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Ask a Hiker with Mike DiLorenzo. Dilo, do we have any questions this month? We had one question this month. And question number one is as follows. My friends at the trail show, as an aspiring Florida trail, drink bottoms up, hiker, I have lar- I have been eagerly following various current FT hikers drink. Drink, on social media to learn more about the trail. And gracious sakes, heavens to Betsy, Jiminy Crickets, but there are a lot of swamp sections on the trail. Like walking in knee-deep murky water for a few miles of swamp, swampy sections. With your years of experience and all the esteemed guests you've interviewed over the years, you must have some tips on how to deal with this. So my question this month is how best to navigate such swampy sections of a trail. Any particular footwear that's recommended? Maybe hiking in sandals? A particular pair of socks? I don't know. It seems there's got to be a better way than just pushing through the swamp in your tennis shoes. Or maybe there isn't. Thanks, Swamp Monger. Do people hike in tennis shoes, Dilo? Nobody hikes in tennis shoes. I think on the might, Florida Trail they do. You might want to bring a spare pair of tennis shoes for for the, the swampy sections on the trail. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that. Maybe that's a nice. Maybe you bring a spare pair of swamp shoes. I actually yeah. was about to call effing lettuce, but we don't have her phone number. Mm. As someone who's just done some sections in the Big Cypress Preserve, mm-hmm. she would probably be better versed to. I'm curious if it has the like where I grew up. The mud like will pull your shoe off. It has like the suck. I don't think mud. so. Yeah. Okay. You would know Triple O. You're from Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, man. Florida, man. Come on. What's the story? My usual mud? strategy for water is to get a kayak and then float across. <laughs> oh man, come on. <laughs> but certainly, you've gotten out of the kayak in different places. Have you ever lost a shoe? I've never lost a shoe. I think you just got to be careful. I mean, there's different mud banks that are thicker and some are not. Yeah, that's what I'm um, curious about is if you I can, think because like you can't just buy like if that's the case, you can't just buy those like water sock shoes. You'd have to have something with hardcore would you, straps. Would you just hike the Florida yeah. Trail in like a pair of like Chacos or Tevas or some sort of sandals like that's that? That's what like, I was would thinking. You, would you just you do know that? What? Like, I don't think you could use I Tevas would, though. I don't think you can use something that uses Velcro. I think it would have right. to be straps. Yeah, that with can't... buckles. With yes. Buckles. Mm-hmm. I want foot protection all around my foot. That's what I was if, thinking too. Your st- I mean, swamp water is not necessarily clear. So no, it's not clear Brackish. at all. And there's like putting sticks your foot down and stuff. There. Brackish. Yeah. So I would want something that protects my foot. The few times I've walked through swamps were in Minnesota. And I just had like a very a shoe that was like mesh. And meant to like drain water fast, but it was like a legitimate like trail running shoe. Hmm. Um, and it, you know, you tighten up the laces so it's not coming off. Hopefully, right. I'm gonna propose an effing lettuce. I know you're listening. I want you to shoot me another email, and I want you to give us your contact info. And on next month's show, we want to have you on because. A, we like to talk about the Florida Trail a lot on the trail show. And B, we, as someone 
you know, who's who's done some sections in Big Cypress recently, you have the knowledge that we seek. You can answer these questions that we have about walking through calf deep water in murky places with with brackish uh snake snake filled yeah we need to know we need to know we need to know yeah what do you do is it just your normal shoes and they're just wet and swampy and maybe they dry out and they probably don't like is it is it the same as snow in the sierra like what do you do is it sandals like what do you do what if you're on some sort of a a roller ski like how do you navigate those (laughs) or a skateboard yeah, yeah, or a skateboard. Like, how do you navigate Big Cypress in these waterlogged sections? What do you do? Maybe you hold your skateboard over your head mm. like this as you good call. As you, and you, you go rah, ride it through the swamp. Yeah, yeah. Keep your skateboard above the swamp. We, we, we can't really, really answer these questions this month. No. I'm afraid we can I only speculate. It's hard. Yeah, because none of us think... have ever really done much swamp. I've traversing. done a ton of swamp walking, but in Michigan, really? it's yeah, different. on boardwalks. Yeah, no. In, no, I grew up. There's a swamp in my backyard where I grew oh, up. Oh, and you would go out. Did you walk in the swamp? Did you get yes, your feet always... under? You oh, submerged yes. feet. Yes, because we were always like catching frogs and snakes and stuff, and what? yeah, we always went into the swamp. So what's the what? What do you do there? What's well, the, the thing is, that's why I'm curious because we always were having to go find our shoes and dig them out because they were they we have the sucky mud that sucks your shoe off. Yeah, you know. Because it's so it's so thick, but also so like um, aguado, you know, like um. No habla uh, español. I know it, it's like uh, it, it's it's very <laughs> deep. So like the mud is like a foot and a half deep, mm. but there's enough water in it that your foot six sinks all all that distance down. So when you step, you get like the black, stinky mud up to like your knee, you know, and that's how you lose your shoe. And then you have to dig it out because otherwise you get a chunk hustle when you get to the house. So anyway, yeah. So, but, but uh, that's what, that's why when I think about hiking through the swamp in Florida, I think about that and I'm like, it's gotta be different. There's no way people would hike miles and miles through that kind of a swamp. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't, I guess, but it's stinky too. Have, that's what if you that, have that no dirt choice is so rich and like, yeah, you, know, you gotta paid. accept it. It's just gonna be nasty. Ugh. No. Yo, Man. I'm on a so real quick. I'm on a website called FloridaHikes.com, and it says swamp walks take a certain mindset and a bit of bravery, especially in the Everglades and Big Cypress, where invasive snake species like Burmese pythons, what, and anacondas are lurking, and Florida panthers roam the landscape. Oh yeah, brother! This is scarier than Alaska to me. Oh god, this is a yeah. I I'd much rather hiking. Well, mm. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Grizzly bears, polar bears, absolutely not. That we we can't even speak on oh. that. Grizzly bears, not a fan. Would I take grizzly bears over Burmese pythons and anacondas? Probably. Probably. Yeah. No, I take the snakes. You take an- freaking anacondas can be like twenty feet long, man. They can they can yeah, eat a person. But they, yeah, but they're not. But they're slow. I feel like they're pretty reclusive. But if you if you walk up on one and you don't see it, man. Uh, 
I mean, yeah. Oh, no, no. They have. I mean, I think most most like snakes that have eaten people. It's usually like a kid or like an older person who they caught sleeping Ew. or something. Oh, Dilo, what is that? Dilo's sharing a photo from That's a swamp walking. This... That's Florida Trail swamp walking. So look at their footwear. That look at their footwear. Those are just I... normal okay, shoes. Okay, I see Keens. Really. I see yeah, a pair of yeah. Keens, the, which but are they're like kind of like kind of water shoes. Things. They're yeah, kind of water, water shoes. shoes with a with a nice plastic toe. Um, it, the look at the mud is all the way up to the knees. Well, look at the mud on the hair on the legs. You know, it's just like. Yeah, and that water you... is murky, man. Yeah, if there's it's... a snake in there, that you're not seeing that. You're not oh, seeing no. a cotton mouth in there. No. There's no way. No. Well, effing lettuce. Yep. We need you. We're very curious. We're very curious. Show. You have to join the show. Yep. We'll dial you in. You need to let us know yep. how to traverse the swamps in comfort. Or maybe you just don't traverse the swamps in comfort. Maybe yep. it's just yeah. uncomfortable. It's you got to be comfortable with yeah. being uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of a through hiking thing. It really yeah. is. So this is a different level of discomfort. Yeah. That, a different not, type. Yeah. A different, different type, type of discomfort. Of discomfort. Yeah. I think it's like type two or type three comfort. One. I don't know. I feel like it's like a type theta or something. It's completely different. Symbolic. Numerical system. Someone went anyway. something Maybe about it's like the, the ASCII. Brutality. The ASCII system. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything else to cover on tonight's trail show? No. Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> Maybe the, what about the donators? Maybe the the donors? Oh, we haven't done donors. How, oh, my God. How is that possible? POD, we almost oh, forgot no. to mention the people that, oh, that keep would have this been show going. Such a gaffe. Such a gaffe. Take it away. Okay, we've got Bernard Wolf. Congrats hey. on your retirement. Yeah. Rest uh, not yeah. fuss. Yeah. Rest not fuss. Kinder. Craig Pisco Gully. Bobby okay. Walters. Deep. Trevor Deep. Smoke it if you got it. The Bowman. Spark it up. Jeffrey Cottonmouth. Caldwell. Diane so Pinkers. Florida David Sarcasm. The Alvitti. Justin Quality Knowles. Quality. Ingrid Gerard. Pat Western the Bouncer Dixon. The Weekend. Ammon the Brute Bruce, Renee Sheeran Patrick, Wesley the Haggis Addict, Greenwood, Kevin Chickpea Cross, and Sasha Honeydew Codet, Tebow, not Tim Williams, Tommy the Meat Popsicle, Stevens, Brandon Lost Balls, Love Lady, Felipe Gilbert, Dave the Geode Hale, Tony Sheboygan Brewing, Kenosha Kickers. Rachel Dibama Dye, Merchant. Merchant. Dantho Tough name. Richie Rich, Mark, Willie Basco. G, Homer, Daniel Fundip Sharps, Nuclear Fundip Farmer, Bill, Bill Cottrell, Woody Yukon Caboose Bass, Matt Frantum of the Opera, Opera Tim the Hooch Hoochins, Paul True Love, Tyler, the Kermonator, Kermoade, Andrew Padgett. He's in the pageant. Andrew Pageant. Pageant. Beauty Pageant. Andrew Beauty Pageant. Pipkins. 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 There's too many P's. Bob Hobo Evans. Bobo. Victor Flamingo Newton. Hey now. Simon. 
the German vampire Hosenfeld. Me, me. Marvin Maverick Gassler from Tucson. Four calls. The plum smuggler. Jack Thigh High Billings. The what? Jim, the heathen heathener. Paul Chisholm. <laughs> Paulie. She rather switch lady, aka Sweet Fern and Brian. The Big Mac Namara, aka Namera. Okay O B. Okay. Wasn't he a tennis player? Uh yeah. McEnroe? No, sorry. Yeah, John McEnroe. Yeah, he, he got real angry. He did get Who else, Beauty? Any one offs? Yeah. We got for the win, Lemuel with the coffee. Hey now. For me. Oh, oh wow. Keeping those I drank, eyes open. Beauty, I drank some of the coffee from Lemuel while you were gone. What? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, and I'm sure. Lemuel, great coffee. Coffee, coffee yeah. in the mail. The coffee's in the mail. It's a, out of order myself, right? <laughs> well, out of order you, doesn't drink coffee. I will coffee. send you each one bean. Uh, Chew on. Oh, thank you. That'd be <laughs> No, dangerous. out of order drinks Cuban coffee, which apparently. I have started to drink coffee. What? Yeah. Is this wow. true? Yeah. I mean, you've gone to the dark side, man. You've come back to the Lord. I'm so excited. Well, more of a medium roast than a dark roast. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm a light roast guy myself. Light roast is super caffeinated. Of course you are. White guy lived in Boulder. You probably don't even roast. How dare you? Probably just do raw beans. He just eats them. Just soak the beans in your urine and drink. That's right. I buy ground coffee. Ground coffee. I do too. Pre-ground. It's Pre-ground. probably Dunkin' Donuts ground coffee. No, it's not Dunkin' Donuts. I, I, my dad Pete. loves Dunkin' no, Donuts. It's not Dunkin coffee, I know he does. Every time store. I see a Dunkin' Donuts, I think of your dad. Every and Dunkin' Donuts time. is huge in New England. It's huge. It is pretty huge. People freaking huge. Remember yeah. the late Paul Mignanti? Paul Mignanti loved D and I went to I went to a Dunkin' Donuts. Dungeons and Dragons. We're Dunkin' Donuts. We're and I went to a Dunkin' Donuts the other morning for I needed a cup of coffee before I did an hour and a half drive, and there was like a 15 minute line, and I was like, I need to wow. I need to get on the road, and I was like, what's going on? It was like there was like 10 cars in the drive through. There was like two people in front of me. It was just like. Uh, All right, this is the part of the show where the show ends. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Big thanks goes to Brianna, the Sanctus, we hope, for guessing on tonight's show. We hope you can find her on Instagram at Brianna de Sanctus, and you can learn more about the American Discovery Trail at discoverytrail.org. Many thanks to all our hotline callers, and by all I mean Marvin Maverick. Castler, El Haikador, <laughs> Viva Los Gatos, Vato. You too can be an audio microstar by calling the hotline at 720-893-2269. Last but definitely not least, thanks goes to all our monthly PayPal donors and Venmo donors. Trail Show stickers are most definitely in stock. Get yourself a variety pack while they last with a $15 or more donation at thetrailshow.com. Or you can find us on Venmo at The Trail Show. Infrequently, we are on social media at Instagram and Facebook at The Trail Show, on Twitter at Trail Show, and soon to be on Farcaster because we want to keep up. Because we want to keep up with the kids. 
We're on Amazon Music, Audible, Apple, Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts until March 24th. <laughs> uh, we're everywhere else you download your favorite podcast. Thanks for hiking with us today. We know you have many podcasts to choose from. We appreciate you hiking with the Trail Show. Come back and see us next month. We'll be maybe we'll have another no show guest. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, we're definitely going to have uh, our annual Trail Show March Mingle, Ooh. Uh, which is guaranteed to be full of beers, trails, and nonsense. Until then, I'd like to leave you, especially those getting ready to hike the Arizona Trail. With some words from Kevin Hearn. Anyone who's ever tried to tangle with a teddy bear cactus knows there's a lot more bear than teddy to it. Until then, for POD, Hilo, <laughs> and Triple O, I'm Disco. Ciao. Whoop, whoop. Nice. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> teddy bear cactus. Troya Cactus. Loves Chuck. Sugar Bear Cactus. Loves Chuck. Loves Alamo Bowl. Loves Come Alamo Bowl. Loves Come and go. Toilet Bowl. Dunkin' Donuts. Gas station D&D. coffee. D&D. D&D. Yes, there's your coffee. Dungeons and Dragons. So, the yeah, Weather I, Channel. I, I guess Colorado <laughs> the Channel. doesn't have good gas station coffee. Lava Evil. I, I have to think about that. I have to think about that. There's a lot of good gas station coffee here in the Northeast. I got this podcast, and we were talking about your socks. Hey, she's like, "Are you um, are you hiking?" <laughs> You're like, "Nah, I'm rollerblading, actually." Whenever people say that, I'm just like, "Just keep walking. Do not acknowledge. <laughs> just go." Raw swamp appreciators rise up. We gotta we gotta ask a hiker question about the Florida Trail this month, dude. I'm convinced during the history of the Trail Show we've talked about the Florida Trail more than any other trail we've <laughs> ever. I, rightfully so. I've been I, I've I've been uh, following some folks on social media for many years now. Yep. Somebody I hiked with a long long time ago. He's yep. an avid hiker. And he's down there hiking the Florida Trail right now, and it's oh just I'm watching the watching the swamp footage. I'm like, oh, so you just like hiked through like two well, three miles of like knee deep wa- swamp water, huh? And, and we've got a mailbag item this month from Effing Lettuce, who yeah. contacted us, and she it's all about the Florida Trail. This is we, great. This is I great. mean, it's funny because like we're basically a Western U.S. based podcast, but. The Florida Trail is the trail we talk about the most. I know. We could just have the people from the Florida Trail call in. I don't we think had we that do one guy now. who's awesome. The, the, I don't know if he's still there, but that, we that could was have in like 2018, 2019. Trail. We could yeah. have like multiple different Florida Trail people mm. on the trail. We can just have effing lettuce. Like, <laughs> yo, tell us about getting bit by a cottonmouth. How's that going? Yeah. How about what? How what was your longest swamp traverse? Yeah, that's what we should do is have her on there. <laughs> how do your feet smell after five <laughs> weeks of walking through knee ankle deep water in Big Cypress uh, Preserve? Was there any concern that when you're walking through the swamp that you might hit a 
deep spot and like fall in. <laughs> How do you know it's not really deep right there if you can't see the bottom? What happens if you are swept underneath <laughs> into a 200 foot deep limestone cave while hiking the Florida Trail? What do you do then? Is there any concern of quicksand in what? the support of swamps? What Are happens when an alligator... 20-foot anacondas that escaped during <laughs> Hurricane Andrew are now, like, monstrous? Are you concerned yeah. that your next step might be your last? If you cowboy camp <laughs> in Big Cypress Preserve, is it possible you'll wake up being constricted by someone's pet boa constrictor that was let loose into the Big Cypress Preserve? In an emergency... Would you consider killing an alligator and cooking it over an open flame? Is it true that alligator tastes like chicken on the Florida Trail? <laughs> Do you pack spices to make sure that your alligator has a nice jerky flavor to it when you cook it in the rough? Do alligators think that you taste rough. like chicken on the Florida oh, Trail? Oh, nice. There we go. What did Larry Boy say about that guy? He was like, Trying to, he ate his chicken wings, his leftover chicken wing bones at some convenience store on the Florida Trail. Do you all remember that story? Oh, yeah. Larry Boy, and he was like, he couldn't understand what the guy was saying, and the guy wanted his half eaten chicken wings or something. Larry Boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't Florida's that. an interesting place. Mm-hmm. All right, let's come back from break. 